Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Yeehaw Lads podcast, episode number 26. Tomorrow's the big day of Thanksgiving, so we're going to go around the table and say everything we're thankful for. I doubt that. Yeah, no. Fair enough. Instead, we'll move on. We'll talk about our lead story this week. This guy is one of the coolest guys I've ever seen. Is that so? It is. I was. I've known re- me for so long, though. Oh, <laughs> Once you see the story, you'll understand why you're not that guy, pal. So the guy right. we're going to talk about today. Oh, yes. Oh. I know exactly who this is. You guys might know this story if you've been on the internet. Yes. This is Volter, von, or Volter Jan van Dijk. Yes. I had to look up how to pronounce it because it's a wild name to pronounce. Mm-hmm. He is a Dutchman who's living in Australia. Mm-hmm. This guy is, that is his name. He is Volter. That's how we'll pronounce him from this mm-hmm. point forward. This absolute insane man did the craziest thing I've seen in a long time. So he's a Dutch motocross rider who's been living in Australia. Volter decided he wanted to race the Baja 1000 this year. Which is, by the way, a race that goes from the bottom peninsula of uh, Baja, Cali- or Baja, Baja Mexico, Mexico from the bottom tip to the border of California. It's yeah. about 1,300 miles. Jesus yeah, the Baja 1000 <clears throat> is renowned as one of the most difficult and most grueling off-road races on the planet. To even finish it is something to brag about. Yeah, usually there's only uh, there's there's separate categories. So there's like trucks, uh, buggies, dirt bikes, four wheelers, and uh, in each of those there's like four classes. You know, yeah, there's multiple this. classes for Jeez. everyone. Usually in total there's less than 100 people who finish, and there's probably it's a like thousand or so oh, yeah. starters. It's yeah. like if 10 people start it, like three or four of them finish. Yeah, it's it, it is brutal. very small because it is 1,300 miles of abuse. Mm-hmm. Well. Let's see. What was that? Oh, while most competitors only do a couple sections of this course and they'll hand their bike off. He was doing it on motocross, doing it on mm-hmm. a bike. Yeah. Most competitors only do a couple, do a section, hand it to the next guy yeah. back and forth. They do stints. Do stints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Volter decided that he was going to do all 1,300 miles mm. on his own as a challenge referred to as Iron Man. They have their own class for that in there. Mm-hmm. I have the standings later. I can see it, tell you how many started and finished. My but... back hurts already. 1300 oh miles. you have yeah you have no there's Just, there's so uh, much uh, i'm gonna wait till brian finishes yeah. but i know quite a bit about you say, if you know well. anything about it you'll know where i'm going with mm. this so he had no sponsors no team no crew and no co-writers doing it all by himself jesus most competitors they'll spend days or weeks like pre-running the course kind of picking their routes finding objects volter decided to tackle it blind with just the route instructions you're given at the starting line so you might wonder what high-end race bike he brought to do such a difficult race. He didn't even bring a bike. Volter flew into San Diego, bought a used KTM 500 off Craigslist, hand-drew numbers on it, bought a tent and some camping gear, and then rode to the southern tip of Baja Pen- the Baja Peninsula to start this race. How big? How- By the way, he rode 1,100 miles on road across the border to start the race. He drove from San Diego to the bottom border yeah. of no no license literally bought the bike hopped on it rode to the start gate on the off-road tires that the bike came with yeah how big is that bike it's a 500 it's, it's a full-size bike okay, it's, it's, a, it's a very very that good that dude's bike. balls had to or that bike had to <laughs> support that dude's nuts oh nice yeah christ down so there is him on his bike i'm assuming this is in the middle of the race or something because there's other stuff around yeah but, probably a, yeah. a pit crew or something or just at, before at somebody's pit stop mm-hmm. yeah but that's the bike in question that is a ktm yeah. 500 edx i believe is what right. he said exc exc is that what i said yep 
Yes, EXC, correct. So he bought that bike off Craigslist after flying in from Australia. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck it, I'll do this. Yeah. He knew a guy that did it in 2019. He's like, hey, that'd be a good challenge for you. And he's just like, I now have the biggest heart on to try to do this myself. But he's just that's, like, yeah, that's like, later they, in life. Like, this, this sounds like our guy's trips, <clears throat> but on fucking but, oh, yeah, steroids. Even, yeah. Well, hey, so the guy's Australian. Okay. This is yeah. what they're born for right. to do ridiculous yeah. shit. So do you have where, when he started? I, I have a whole yeah. bunch yep, of stuff. Okay. Yep. Yep. I wrote it all up on, on the clock today at work. Cause <laughs> I just wasn't, wasn't feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. So by the time he reached the starting line, which was yeah, nearly 1100 miles from San Diego where they started, they had found the bike subframe had cracked from carrying all him and all the weight of his gear that Jeez. far. Ooh. When they got there, they tracked down a welder to help fix the frame on it. And had to replace the tires because they were completely bald oh, from the sure. ride there. Yeah, yeah, eleven hundred miles on road on on those tires. Yeah. I'm, I'm no. surprised they even made it that far. Yeah. Honestly, the fact that you could just do that and get that far is shocking to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let alone you know all the stuff he's going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So after all that, he goes into past tech and he's told he would need additional safety gear in order to even even enter the race. Yeah, it was a uh, radio transponder, radio which, transponder, mm-hmm. and he needed a like. Yeah, the new okay. set of tires as well. Yeah, the tires he knew he needed regardless. Mm-hmm. I think there was some sort of like bladder for his fuel tank on the Yeah, bike. there was some oh. sort of like vent or something. There's some, something lines. specifically yes. he needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. But thanks to the support of all the off-road community down yeah. there. I want to say it was a tech uh, inspector. Like air, an air tech or something. Put or it some... on his Facebook. He's like, this guy needs all the help he can get. Let's try to help him. Yes. So with that, that was kind of the start of this social media bubble of... What of like, hey, oh, like this is this the story guy. of this guy doing it. Like that's crazy. So then from then on, like I when I first heard about, it, I think he was halfway through the race, mm-hmm. and it was when I I ran into the story and I was story. like, that's crazy. And then it was like a day later, uh, mm-hmm. is when he finished. Yeah, that's when most people kind of got onto it because it yeah. was off the starting mm-hmm. line. You're like, okay, he'll run five hours, give up. You know, it's an Ironman. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievably yeah. hard. Yeah. By the way, they shut they they shut the official standings of the race off at fifty hours yeah. to put it in perspective. Yeah. So you had 50 hours. You to have make 50 it hours. 1,300 miles. Yeah. From the start to finish. You can Jeez. sleep. You can do whatever you want. But you have 50 hours is the official l- race length. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you have it. I'll wait oh, till yeah. you. Yeah. I've got all, yeah. all sorts of stuff in there. So by the time they found the safety gear they needed, fixed the welds, put the new tires on, it was 1.32 in the morning. And he <sighs> took off to start the Baja 1000. He actually started out pretty strong. And the first mm-hmm. checkpoint was at 233 miles. He was first in his class. And by the next checkpoint at 599 miles, he was in second place running strong. Since he could only carry so much stuff with him because he had no support team, he had to get resourceful to fuel the bike and himself along the way. He'd be stopping at convenience stores and bumming food off fellow racers. Just, you know, he'd see a pit site pull up. Hey, how's it going? You know, you got anything? You know, mm-hmm. I can't carry a ton of stuff. Please give me a granola bar. Yeah, I'm what, dying. What do you got? I need something here. Yeah. Can, can you help out? With less than 100 miles to go in the race, his navigation system fell off the bike, and then he damaged his wheel, bending it so far that it wouldn't hold air anymore. Holy fucking shit. He then got to his next pit stop. His fellow racers zip-tied the tire to the wheel to force it to hold air. This was some of the coolest engineering I've ever seen, actually. This is one of those things that you're like, you don't realize that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Like I saw this picture originally, and I'm like, I don't see anything special here, but you look closer. Well, it's flat. There's zip <laughs> yeah, ties right there. running across Yeah, it. in between the grooves of the tread to tighten to the rim, and then thus holding the tire on the bead 
and the, holding it all together. That way, the air does not escape out of the bead because the, the, because the rim is so flattened. On the rim that is that's worse than flattened. That is <clears throat> bent in. Yeah, like a oh, half yeah. of an inch. It is. I'm very destroyed. surprised the like middle one mm-hmm. that they were able to get it to come down and oh, swoop perfectly. Because yeah. like the other ones, I mean, they just they're, went yeah, across, they're across the lugs. But man. Mm-hmm. That's engineering. It's impressive. Finest. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. This what is... brand zip ties do you know? I'd like oh, to go buy right? them. I do not know. Because like the Delta fact that they didn't wear down that much either. I don't know. If, I don't know when this picture was taken. Still. I was zooming towards the end because they look pretty rough. But mm. still, it's like, damn. Like, oh no, I bent the rim. It won't hold any air anymore. And they're like, eh, we we'll figure it out. You know, we'll just zip tie it back together to hold air to finish the other hundred miles of the race. I mean, it's not. This isn't like he's doing a lapped race and he's almost done. There's a hundred miles of driving, of racing mm-hmm. left in this. In the middle of a desert. In the middle of the desert, in the middle of the night with just some guys and no support system. His quote about that was, I didn't even know they were doing it. I went to look at the map and before I knew it, they had filled the tank and started zip tying the wheel and all over the bike. Because I'm sure all the plastics are breaking oh, at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, the amount of vibration. Loose That's loose zip yeah. and just running around doing stuff. Volter fit, reached the finish line in time, finishing with a time of 48 hours, 27 minutes, and 3 seconds, including his penalties. He finished 7th out of 9 in his class, but he still finished with less support than anyone else in the entire race. Jesus mm-hmm. Murphy. The fact that you even finish a race yes, of this yeah. scale is incredible. Not to mention, in legal time, he had, he had another 2 hours or 1.5 yeah. hours still. Yeah, I mean, literally insane. Like... It yeah. sounds like you look at all this, you're like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. But the fact that most people don't finish yeah. these events, let yeah. alone with time. A qualified piece of equipment mm-hmm. that has been beat the shit out of before, well, tested, and it's, designed around doing this race. That's the thing is it is a a bike that has been built exactly yeah. to yeah. run this exact mm-hmm. race. Yeah, KTMs and, are very known for Enduro specifically. Oh, yeah. And this is I mean, the majority is Husqvarna and KTM mm-hmm. running this race. But again, buying a used bike from some guy in San Diego. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, I mean you are putting blind faith throughout this entirely. It is absolutely yeah. an incredible story. Plus the extra eleven 1, hundred mile drive to Down the start there. line. Like, yeah. This yeah. guy is insane. Mm-hmm. His quote, fucking hero. his quote about the event was, it's definitely a challenge, especially being awake that long. <clears throat> you just get a bit weird riding and doing everything. I've been half a zombie for the last five hours. You imagine how numb you are after driving 50 hours straight? That's so, oh, I mean, I could just... The way your hand... You know, you ever, like... You've white knuckled for forty eight yes. hours straight. Yeah. But yeah. then like on top of that, you know, like when you you're mowing the grass and the vibration from mm-hmm. the mower and you get that tingly feeling. Like, yep. I bet he had that through his entire oh, fucking body. Hundred percent. Like sure. ass completely numb, just knees killing you. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jesus Christ. Good actually, for that guy. Uh, I, I there's a study that was done. It's like the most uh the most uh I don't want to phrase this. The, the sport that gets your heart rate up the most is motocross. Like they did oh. a study on every sport, including like it. most like racing in general is pretty high 
yeah, uh, like high heart rated, like an average heart rate <clears throat> per minute or whatever. You know, yeah. Uh, motocross is the highest, mm-hmm. and when I tell people that, like, oh, whatever, I'm like, you have no clue. Like, you're flying through the air. You are constantly full throttle because like, it's, it it's is not... it is the biggest workout I've ever had, especially oh, yeah. slow technical sections where you're basically just manhandling a 300 pound bike over all these obstacles. Be- yeah, because it's not yeah. just the like effort you're putting in to move this bike mm-hmm. it's the fact you have adrenaline because you are leaving the ground for mm-hmm. seconds at a time yeah or bouncing a rock that's twice the size of you hoping to bounce across oh yeah know, well know. hell remember when we went to uh the pit bike night at megatracks for the first time and i got done and i was shaking mm-hmm. oh yeah that's absolutely it's just like yeah i kind of want to do that again but my whole body hurts like a lot yeah literally yeah. just the fucking like the vibration will get you literally worked up, up just yeah. stuff you know just from what's going on around you. Jeez. You guys are doing it. You're just staring at the screen. Like <laughs> well, I told you not to, because I'm trying to uh, find something. But yeah, so wall. like I said, I had caught this story pretty early on, and it was really cool to to watch him finish. When he finished the race, actually, he uh as he came over the line, he was just I mean, obviously he's exhausted. He said he was a zombie. Yeah, completely um, ruined. Yeah. He uh they're trying to like kind of like ask him questions and stuff. He really just doesn't have much to say. <laughs> Somebody Which, there's like eight people there handing him a beer and he's just like, that is exactly what I want. He reaches for it like it's heaven sent. I'm like, that is hilarious. <laughs> yes, that is the one what thing I need dude. at this moment. Oh, yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious and awesome. Thanks, yeah. mate. He's literally just some crazy Australian with a dream. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's a giant insane. pair of nuts. Enormous <laughs> testicles on this belt. Like, here's the standings from his oh, yeah. his class and stuff. It's a little blurry because I had to pull mm-hmm. it from Instagram off scores page. I didn't feel like going all the way through. In the Ironman class, nine people finished. Mm-hmm. And the list of people who did not finish is at least twice that. It's probably 20 people. I didn't mm-hmm. count it out because it didn't feel out. But not to mention the two other classes, the two top uh, classes mm-hmm. are there's three finishers between the eight people in yeah. those other two. Literally, so there's is... there's 28 people who rode motorcycles who did not finish. Yeah. And these are people with full teams. Like, yeah. The best time. For that, I, I recognize the one, the last number nine finisher, Reed Christensen. I recognize mm-hmm. that name. Uh, I think was that Paul Hart. Paul Hart's above him. Yeah. I, I recognize those two names. And that's pretty much it. I mean, you're not exactly following this but still. yeah i just recognize their names through the like dirt what, bike world uh, what bike manufacturer is gas 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 uh it's foreign oh. it's like teo teo oh like that, okay know. i was like mm-hmm. gas what the fuck? yeah uh yeah gas gas it's a i'll say foreign like they they try to do they're almost kind of the same market as uh ktm it's gotcha. very enduro based uh not so much motocross or street you know yeah, street more legal bikes or anything desert exploration bike <laughs> yeah. instead of yep Yep. So, yeah, uh, uh, Eastern European. Yeah, like it's that's where KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of those brands that are absolutely insane over there. It's pretty much all that they buy. Christ. So yeah, yeah. nuts. Like mm-hmm. in absolutely insane. Good for that guy. Just an absolute mad lad through and through. Just mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? Fuck it, we're doing this. You could see his hand drawn numbers on the bike. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this was just like a yeah, fuck it. I guess I'll do it because why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, absolutely such a cool story. I saw that this week, and I'm like, I have to share it because it's something that, like, it's reminiscent of what kind of what we did, but, but on a whole other level. Beyond another yeah. level. Competition right? on a motorcycle out of country. Well, for him, halfway across the world. Yeah. Us so. doing a thousand-ish miles of off-road in a car over, like, five days mm-hmm. versus doing 
extreme off-roading yeah. on a bike in for 48 in, hours in two days mm-hmm. and doing more miles. Well, it's a lot easier to put miles down when you just don't sleep for two days. <laughs> that is technically true. Yeah. yeah here's, oh. I was on Scores Instagram, and here's like some of the aftermaths. I just of, saw this video today. Yeah. Of, like, like this probably is, 20 minutes ago, Christ. actually. This is what it looks like after you finish these races. <clears throat> is like everything head to toe is covered in dirt, mud. Mm-hmm. Like it's caked on every inch of this thing. Yep. Yeah. 1,301 miles on the on the dash there. Yeah. There's <clears throat> not a single ounce of color left on it other than like the bumps on the suspension where it, it scrapes the dirt mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It is an absolutely brutal event. And the fact that they, you know. The fact that you finish at all is the victory. Yeah, I'll say, like oh, I said, yeah. the, the official race is 50 hours. There's pe- there will be people finishing for the next couple of days just because yeah. they're like, I at least want to get to the finish line. Yeah. Take my, like, that's probably what this, that picture was there is because that was in the daylight when, uh, when Volter finished, he, mm. it was dark out. Yeah. Most so, of the and time he, and he was only had an hour and a half before the official race was over. So I'm assuming that was him finishing that, that car finishing today in the, in the daylight. So yeah. now, so between the trophy trucks and the other vehicle classes mm-hmm. or is that that's spread out over yeah multiple staggered days. start it's okay. well no not really it's it's yes staggered no. start so there's maybe like a 24 hour period of everybody starting gotcha. total. um i didn't yeah. know if they split it by okay so like here's they, yeah they might here's do the trucks first two days and then the bikes yeah no, no let, it's, it's let, not let the trucks periods. well it's but mm-hmm. you have 50 yeah. hours the trucks start now mm-hmm. you know they're gonna stagger them Two days from now, we're going to start the bikes. No, you know, it's, they, it's they not stagger that much stagger, Okay, yeah. yeah, so it's probably a 24-hour period of the thousand everybody. people starting, and Jeez. they'll probably do a, a five- or ten-minute stagger start between yeah. everybody that might... I'm assuming what they'll do is do the trucks first. That yeah. way the trucks aren't running down the bikes. Because, like, yeah. Trophy Truck, the first place in Trophy Truck this year was 22 hours and 35 Jeez. minutes. Mm-hmm. Half the time of the dirt bike, by I the way. I believe they start the fastest guys first. That, too. That yeah. way they're not catching up. Yeah, I see Bryce Menzies. He is uh, he's one of the probably top ten off roaders of all time. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah, his name is just very uh, very recognizable in that. Yeah, like there's trophy truck spec. The first place was twenty two or twenty five hours thirty three minutes, so a little bit slower. So you start a little Mm -hmm. bit later and keep you know. Yep. Yep. You keep stacking them. So not necessarily slower and slower, but you give them time to catch up to each other instead of running each other down. So everyone can kind of finish closer to close. They each they all have their own time on the course. They're yeah. not running into yeah. each other, slowing no. each other down. I knew that. I just didn't know if they like split the classes. Like it's that not or... that much of a stagger. It's actually yeah. a relatively efficient event. I think it starts on like the 16th and ends on like the 22nd. Like it's Damn. it, it mm-hmm. just takes time. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like yeah. a, they don't run one class, clean the track, and do it. Like it's all at the same time. Mm. Hmm. So when are we going? Well, it just I, happened, so I would love to at least year. go yeah. and watch. Well, I mean, if you guys want to be my pit crew, you're not, there's no way, <laughs> man. I've o- I have, say that, but I have always said, even with Brian and taking your Honda out, I'm not going to drive the fuck thing, but I'll be pit crew. Like, I'll watch. Yeah, you're going to be 300 miles ahead of Brian, and Nick's yeah. going to be 300 miles yeah. after you, and I'll just run up, be like, "Hey, fucking gas it! Let me fucking sit down for a minute." 
gas it, throw a granola bar in my mouth, and fucking let's go. Okay, so what are you what are you taking? You running your Harley? You gonna just put well, some, I mean, some on there? That would make a statement. That'd be fucking oh sick. The bike would yeah, rattle the, itself apart. Oh, I, it would rattle me apart. Every every fucking uh, socket oh, and bone in my body would be loose. Yeah, now. there's no oh. chance you would walk no. away from that. Just if, even yeah. without crashing, you wouldn't be able to walk after. Yeah. That no, yeah. realistically, oh, like. Shit. Fuck, I don't even know. Like maybe like, a Honda. Would you do it with your like like a Honda 450X, which is just the headlight street illegal version of it? Yeah. yeah. Um that'd probably be about the best. And those are still nine grand ish. Yeah, and even so. then it's still gonna abuse you trying to do yeah. it. Does it yeah. cost money to enter? I'm assuming like, something. Probably. Maybe a hundred bucks or two hundred no, bucks. Bad. Yeah, no, it's not, not like crazy. crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, the the expensive part is all the safety equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. live yeah. GPS tracking and sat mm-hmm. and sat nav, so you can actually know where you're going. Yeah. I do have a four wheeler. I don't trust. I wouldn't no. trust that <laughs> to run a hundred miles, let alone thirteen hundred. Absolutely not. But yeah, just take the Cherokee, put it in the trophy truck class, and they'll never know. They'll just oh. laugh the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. no problem. Oh yeah, I mean, we could just do. We could just. Do what he did and just drive down there. No, and fly out to California, no, fucking no. buy something off marketplace, and then do it. That sounds like Whatever. a horrible fucking idea. I mean, it's you always... can do it. I'll be pit crew, but I'm there's my back crew. will not survive. So you that. guys have to buy your own flights, but I'm not buying a flight to California <laughs> to watch you. Well, technically, finish. it's Mexico. <laughs> well, California and then Mexico. Yeah. yeah, I'm not buying a flight to California. Yeah, no, not a chance. That state. I could not be any Fuck less interested state. in doing that. That sounds miserable all the way around. Well, damn. Looks like I need to find a pit crew. You can just rent one down there. Be fine. Just pull up a Red Bull. And be like, hey, you guys, uh, you got, yeah, you got me. Them. No, I'd have to do like probably what he did is just pull up to anybody willing to help me. Like a granola bar, uh, a gallon of gas. I, I'll love you forever. Yeah, like, well, really appreciate you. Thanks, Chief. You're pan- we love you, long time. Literally panhandling in the desert of Mexico. Yeah. Like, Please, some spare. Food. Yeah, you just spare look. You look gas. over to a tent, fucking you know, a mile off course. You're like, ooh, civilization. Please, you're like, there's people out here. This is crazy. Right? You're just alone with your oh. thoughts for 50 hours, just yeah. bouncing through the desert. You're like, you're like, man, if I hit a cactus right now, it's over. <laughs> this was a great idea. Yeah. Apparently, at one point, they did have to pull cactus needles out of them. Cause you oh, ran, oh uh, I'm sure. Because you ran through one, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's That seems brutal. But yeah, that was that was my big, exciting news for the week. I didn't have much else planned, because cool. it's only yeah. Wednesday, and I mm-hmm. just haven't had time to do anything It exciting. is Wednesday, my dudes. But... So tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got the news today. I get the rest of the week off. Wow, congrats. Are you going to work I, on the trailer? I'm going to have to. <laughs> I've been working yeah. 60 hours for like the past like six months. That's awesome. And he's like, oh, take Friday off too. I'm like, okay, but what about Neat. Saturday? Like I, I work, <laughs> yeah, I work more kinda days. Do that too. He's yeah. like, well, I guess take that too. And I'm like, fucking sweet. Wow. Because I'm almost finished with that 400-hour job. I should be finished with it on mm-hmm. Monday. Nice. Which would be nice to get all that shit out of the way. Yeah. Yes. yeah and yeah. then... The week after that, all the other material goes up for the next 800-some-hour job. Just fucking banging my head against the wall trying to get anything done. Nice. That's awesome. The 400-hour job that I was told I would never have to touch. My boss will take care of all of it, for sure. And then, so when we got back from our trip, I had mentioned that my boss was going to hire a kid. He had talked to him while we were gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Called him the other day. He's like, yeah, I could work like an hour or two a day. It's like, what the fuck? That's not... That's not at all what you had said months ago. That's so not even any help, really. Oh no, it's more of a pain than it's worth. So yeah. now we're not hiring somebody to help take the fucking workload off. Christ. So it's still me. So was he only just gonna be temp or was this gonna be like a second employee? Kind of a second employee. Like the kid was supposed to work like with his grandpa on the farm from like nine to noon or whatever. 
Okay. At like one o'clock, he'd come here and start helping us for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. apparently from one to six, which okay. is which is like that's enough time to get shit done. Actually. Oh, yeah. Four yeah. or five hours is enough to get progress, but not like two hours a day. Yeah. Two right. hours yeah. you could maybe get set up and maybe yeah, he's, start. He's like, oh, maybe I can come at like four. It's like, no, that's an absolute waste of time. Yeah. Like, Thanks for uh, letting us think you were going to work for months. And, yeah. And yeah. then just not. So what the fuck. So it's still me all by my lonesome. Um, how long would it take to teach somebody? I, I there's a lot of stuff going on here. Fuck. If you like, if you're not already like comfortable with machines, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Shit. Because like, I know like Marcus, you worked with machines when you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drop the business name. Yeah. But yeah. You worked with a lot of machines. Like you could probably pick it up. Mm-hmm. Andy'd already done it. Like, yeah. I was just, yeah. Andy I'm not saying like anybody couldn't because it's like none of it's hard. It's a lot of just like. Just mm-hmm. don't put your hand inside yeah. of getting yeah. familiar. Yeah, it, yeah. Is and the big thing. it's kind of, but not really. But it's is not... it's it's building confidence with your machinery yeah. and knowing knowing how it acts up. It yeah. Well, the big part is learning how the machine works, so you know what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah. Because it's like okay. yeah. So our shear is what cuts Ooh. our plates. Ten foot long, it'll cut quarter inch plate clean in half, no problems. Yeah. Won't even slow down. Once you understand how it actually works, you can be a lot safer and more efficient with it. Okay. But if you have no idea how it works, you just slide a plate in there. It makes a humongous bang. And yeah, it is the floor. like a, a gunshot is an understatement. Oh, yeah. It is. It, oh, it, and it, it rattles the building. It fires up like a with, TIE fighter. It's oh, yeah. Noisy. I've worked with shears before, but not one that big. And that thing still scares most, the shit out most of me. Most shears are hydraulic now. This yeah. is still flywheel powered. So it has to do it all in one like crunch. Yeah. Where a hydraulic one will like hit it, load up, and push through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way different. That's probably our like least enjoyable machine to be around mm-hmm. when you're new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, if I fuck up, it just cut. It just oh, my yeah. hands just gone. It's like yep, yeah, it'll just be laying back there. It yep. will immediately come off. Granted, it's kind of hard to get your hand under it. But it's like you, you, it's all it's it cuts sheets, not yeah. chunks yeah. of steel. Yeah, and so you're it, only ever gonna do you know it's, it's only what two inch gap, three inch gap. No, Not it's even. less than that even. Yeah. I mean, because it's got a little fence in front. It only mm-hmm. cuts quarter-inch plate. Yeah. So it only has like a half-inch opening. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you would have to be no, like, if you're ignorant of the machine mm-hmm. or like knowingly using it wrong is the only way you're going to get hurt. Yeah. It's yeah. extremely yeah. safe. It's just very yeah. uncomfortable when you don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, most of the machines here I've taken apart and put back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capacity. Yeah, well, that helps. Once mm-hmm. you do that, you're like, Oh, you're like this thing's just a flywheel with a pin that jams into it, mock Jesus, and yeah. slams down with thirty Shit. tons. You're like, yeah, huh? Well, okay, now I know that. Like, mm-hmm. or you'll you know hit max capacity on something. You're like, oh, the worst that can happen is nothing happens because it can't keep going. Yeah, or it'll make a loud clatter, and you're like, eh, I don't like that. <laughs> but like one of our power hammers down here, it's a like thirty ton freestanding. Eh, probably not thirty. Our small one's twelve. I think it's. That's probably twenty. Okay. Say, say it's a twenty-ton hammer, which sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. you—it's hard to relegate force into like actual like seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a little tiny thing, basically, with a big flywheel. Earlier in the last week or whatever, it had broke the spring that controls when it kicks on and off. Mm. So there's just a pin when you let off the foot pedal or when you press the foot pedal down, it pulls the stop out of the way, kicks the pin into the flywheel, spins it around until the part that it pulled out of the way goes back up knocks the pin backwards and it doesn't spin anymore 
sounds really simple. The problem is when that spring breaks, that little like stopper doesn't make a clean contact. So it'll bounce back and forth really violently and it'll hit every pin on the flywheel and make a bunch of noise. So when something like that happens, you immediately panic. You're just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you just stop that thing immediately. There's no E stops. These things are built in like the forties. These are like, there's (laughs) all the ones I worked with. There's like a light switch with an extension cord on the side of it. You have to go flip off. But if you're familiar with heavy machinery, you're like, you can see what happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you're like, it exploded. It I have broken. no idea what's going on. Yeah. So we had to fix that like three or four times the other day. Yeah. Because... So one of the, when I was first learning uh, how to run machines, like heavy equipment, mm-hmm. uh, my dad was like, you can run anything. It's not a matter of like physical skill. It's a matter of figuring out how it works. The only thing you really got to learn how to, how to like what to do is how to stop Mm-hmm. And how to release the parking brake. Other than that, well, every machine you can figure out how to make it move. The parking brake's optional. You can just drive. Well, it sometimes them. it's really confusing, <laughs> or like they're, sometimes they're manual, or mm-hmm. sometimes the there's either a switch or a push in like like a semi truck button. Yeah, not exactly clear what on and off. Or are. or they're so rubbed off that you can't even yeah. see. Like the red paint is gone off, and it's just a button on the dash now. It's like oh, probably yeah. that one, but who fucking knows? You're like, hey, right. guy, who's ran this? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so yeah, he said he's like, you just got to figure out how to, how it stops. Like making sure that something has brakes is more important than making sure it can move. Oh God, yeah, because yeah. you can use it all day until you go to stop using it and mm-hmm. you can't stop. Oh yeah, you know you're like in a yeah. in a situation where you're like, oh fuck, I need to find reverse right now because I'm starting to lean backwards yeah. Oh, yeah. or whatever. Exactly. And you're like, hold on, okay, so where is, mm-hmm. is it over? Is it do I have to pre-? like no? Yeah. It's too late for that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. same thing kind of with the machines down in the fab shop is it's like. Nothing. You can learn how to use them, but learning how to stop them and being learning how to be safe with them is more important yeah. than learning how to use oh, them. Because it's the things that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a humongous giant blade there, and you're like, well, if I put my finger here, it will explode. I'll die. Great. Yep. So one of the machines we have is a press brake. It's basically a seven-foot-long bending die. Mm-hmm. It's a top die and a bottom die. You press it, and it will bend something to a 90-degree angle. Mm-hmm. Very simple. That, like... I've, I don't want to say I've been hurt by it because that's an overstatement. I got like a slight nick on my hand, mm. but like instead of getting it near the blade, I was out on the far end of the sheet away from it. Well, as it bends, it flips the ends up to mm-hmm. bend it to a 90. Well, my hand was on top of it and it pushed it against like the top part of the machine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that hurt a lot because it just slammed my hand in there Yep, because it's another flywheel operated machine. So there's no easing up on it. Mm-hmm. It kind of just goes when it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you try to ease up on it, you're not getting full yeah, pressure. It's one fluid motion, and your hand was in the wrong place at that time. So it's, your hand was then in the wrong place. Yeah. Luckily, it was like some thin 16 gauge. So it was mm-hmm. it was f- more flexible than you my can bones. get your hand out of it. Yeah. 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 yeah it literally just like like I basically punched a piece of iron in you know in the middle of the day. I'm like, wow, that really sucked. I'm like, mm-hmm. nothing's broken. Nothing's really bleeding. We're fine. You know, oh yeah, mm-hmm. nothing's missing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like yeah. you're worried about the blade of the machine, so you're staying away from it. And, you know. You'll you, it's easy to focus on the wrong thing to be scared of. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's like, well, that's got high voltage right there. It's like, yeah, but don't if you're looking at that means you're not looking. Yeah, at what you're not you're paying doing. attention. It's hard to separate out like yeah. the blade of the machine's usually the safest thing because that's what they intend you to get hurt on. Right. Mm-hmm. So they guard it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weird. And also, it kind of weird thing. Sometimes depend on how the machine's set up because I remember it always depends on how well, the machines are set up. More in the case of. What would you call it? I mean, the production I, facility. Well, no. So, long story short, when I was 
working at Riverfront, mm-hmm. um, I was doing uh, pulley cages. So okay. you had to spot weld the uh, corrugated steel. Corrugate, thank you. The yeah. corrugated steel to the edge piece. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're working with a foot pedal, you get into a groove of mm-hmm. doing everything. And you know if you shift your weight a little bit, you're going to hit that foot pedal and it's going to go off. I caught my thumb one day mm-hmm. in the tip, and it wasn't like a little guy. It was like the big one with the arms. And it's a couple hundred amp machine too, probably. Oh, thank God I didn't get shocked. It, and I was wearing gloves. Luckily, it would have conducted through your hand instead yes. of through you. Like, you're not yeah. grounding yourself, no. and it's just mm-hmm. it's both sides of the but, um, there. I don't think I've ever pulled my thumb out <laughs> of anything quicker and gone, sweet son of a bitch. Like, you pull out anticipating there to be pain, and you're like, oh, it's okay. Oh no! I got myself good. Oh, okay, that yeah. I, my like whole thumb turned black for like Ugh. two or three days, Icky. and uh, I remember going up to the safety guy and I was like, "Do we have any gauze? Because there's blood coming out from underneath my fingernail." And he's like, "What the fuck did you do?" I was like, "I well... caught my thumb in the spot welder." He's like, "How the hell did you manage that?" And like, this is why I don't like foot pedals. You're like, I was in because I mode. I shifted my mm-hmm. weight and I accidentally hit it while my thumb was there because I was getting everything lined Especially up. Especially if you're moving apart. Oh, I mean, this was like a four-foot piece, and you had to spot weld it like eight times on the top, flip it around, do it on the other side. Yeah. So it's, yeah, shit I mean, happens. Yeah. So we've got our small ironworker shear combo. Mm-hmm. It's the one that, like, when you walk in, there's a little roller conveyor, mm-hmm. and on the right side of it, that's the machine. Michael, was back when he was working here, he was cutting strips of material in there. So I wear those. They're thin, black, like, cut-proof gloves. Mm-hmm. They're, like, Maxi Flex, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. 43, tinner's 67. Gloves. Yeah, essentially yeah, they're rubber-coated tinner's gloves. Yeah, the, like the palm side is like got a good coating on it. The back side is kind of breathable. They're mm-hmm. super nice. I love wearing them for Oh, everything. those yeah. are the best I use gloves. them in the quarry, like quarry and asphalt plants now just because it's like I hate not having dexterity with my hands. Some people use those big old cotton gloves. Oh, the I'm yellow like, ones I'm with like, the red Dude, you, I might as well be wearing mittens. Like yeah, I have yeah. no dexterity yep. with my hands. With the small ones, like yeah, granted, if I... Fucking! If I'm using a wrench or something, I punt and I punch whatever I'm working on. There's it's no like that pushing. sucks. Yeah. But I can, I can also have more dexterity to where I won't punch it. Like if if the wrench slips, I can grab it really quick. Yeah, you have. Or, you know what I mean? If my yeah. hand slipping off of whatever tool I'm working on, yeah. I can feel it slipping. Dexterity is a really perfect nice. way to put that. It's like mm-hmm. you can do things with your fingers. Yes. Like if you drop something and you're wearing leather gloves, you're like, fuck! Take mm-hmm. the glove off, reach down, pick it up, put it back yeah. on. And your hands just as dirty as if you didn't even wear it. We had that last week when we were brazing the grounding rods. Mm. And one of the guys from our consulting firm just like shook out three brazing rods. And he was trying to pick them up. And he had like the old thick welding gloves on. Shitty like like, leather, leather. hard, like thick leather welding gloves. And he was like, I can't. Son of a bitch, I can't pick it up. And so I grabbed every single one of them, put a vice grip on it, and put a 90 on it. And I was like, there you go. He's like, oh, man, this is great. Where'd you learn that? And I was like, welding. Yeah, that's yeah. what we did. We would do that all the time. If we're doing, like, a lot of TIG, you just bend the ends yep. up or hang them off the edge of the table so you can just yep. grab them. Mm-hmm. But, like, those thin gloves, they fit your hand not, like, crazy tight, but, no. you know, they're a good fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Michael was using our small shear, he managed to cut the end of the glove off of his finger without cutting his finger. Christ. He's like close call. He like came yeah. up to the front where I was working. He's like, "Look at this." I'm like, "You did not." He's like, "I did." I'm like, "Don't fucking do that." <laughs> yeah, don't do keep it again because my next time you might not be as lucky. I'm like, yeah. "Keep your hand away from that." He's like, "Yeah, I uh, learned my lesson." Like, I mm-hmm. you can tell when you get a little like 
like okay i fucked up yeah it didn't hurt but it was i know it was bad and you like kind of get that reality check mm-hmm. oh and, yeah uh, he's like I came yeah. real close you'll sit there in stunned out. silence for about 30 seconds you're like hmm mm. it's that man that was a really dumb moment mm-hmm. i yep. survived i don't have to tell anyone but man that was dumb oh yeah yeah like it's amazing how often it's like you do little stuff you're just like yeah, that probably wasn't the best. Was I'm okay? And I'm not gonna do that again. Right. That's how you learn: is you do things slightly unsafe and don't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, yeah. it's fine, right? Hmm. Like when I tried fixing my airbags in the Explorer, and I didn't remove the battery terminal. Oh yeah, that's a bad one. Mm-hmm. You're like, it got rid of the light. Yeah, you finish it. it you're worked. like, it fixed it. And then you tell someone, and they're like, you did fucking what? You're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just did that. Like, no, like that should have exploded. You're like, huh. Well, it didn't, Neat. so... It's like, well, it didn't, and it took 10 minutes to fix. <laughs> Spe- speaking of that, it was like last week or the week before we were supposed to look at your uh, cabin air filter. We never did. We oh, never yeah. Did. That, was, that was on like a Friday. It still wasn't done. <laughs> yeah. Christ. I just remember that at the end of the day, I'm like, you're like, hey, hmm. can we look at that after? It's yeah. like, yeah, sure, we'll pull it right in. And then we just didn't. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's it's been interesting. It, it's a matter of just borrowing tools. Like, I can do it. Yeah. I don't have the tools. But having a like well lit garage and well, all the tools oh, yeah. there that too, yes. Makes it and it's not like cold because it's you know the heat's on and stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah. It is so hard to convince myself to do anything outside. Yeah. When I can do it inside. Well, Even if it doesn't really fit, it's yeah. still you'll it, make it fit at that right. point. Yeah. Right. I'll say speaking of a nice warm place to work on things. I'm listening. Uh, oh. I was able to put the Mustang in storage so that I'm able to work out of my garage. Oh, congrats. Wow. Yeah. How big uh, of a pain in the ass was that? No, nah, it it still runs. It just ran shitty. Uh took half it up. That's probably how just old weather. of gas mm. is in it. Uh it's over half a tank and it's But it's ninety three at least. So yeah, it's, it's ninety three. Oh. So it's not like there's, bad fuel yeah, there's still fine. some ethanol depending on where yeah. you got it but yeah. it's not the same as like yeah. if it was 87 yeah you would be draining that yeah um so yeah it's currently sitting about half a mile from my house at a a guy built a storage <laughs> building like it's nothing fancy but it's a it's a brand new building and he's got tons of uh mice repellent uh plug-in nice. things which mm-hmm. is nice no, it's cold. But my garage was too, so it doesn't It'll matter. repel all the mice to your car to get away from the repellent. Maybe. You know. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um that was the yeah. thing, like back when we had our like old pop up camper, they would use mothballs to keep them out of there. Mm-hmm. The problem is they liked the mothballs. Yeah, mothballs don't do anything. They would come in there, eat them, then die yeah. in there. It's like it works, but it's mm-hmm. everything stinks and there's just yeah. dead. I mean, realistically, besides the wiring, there's nothing on like if if and mice the, do get in there and eat shit, like I can just buy like you know because that car isn't the factory perfect car. Yeah, it can. It, it can yeah, it, these actually aren't the original seats in it anyway. They, yes, they, they were originally They're, a parchment like a like a lighter gray. These are charcoal gray. You have like so. the 04 seats in an 03 car. Yeah. So it's some weird thing. Yep, but yeah, so uh, ran good enough. Um, I got into boost. Uh, a little bit, and it like it rolled black smoke, as in just like carbon buildup and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, running, right, right. and uh, it's cold as shit out. Yeah, so yeah it doesn't. It, it was this last past weekend, uh, so it wasn't that bad. It's it was probably 50, fifty some. 60, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, put it in storage. Got my garage back, which is nice. Uh, there's so much more fucking room in it than I realize. Oh my god! When you um, have an entire car, that, well, a car that you are afraid of getting next to. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. If it was like. The Subaru's in there. Oh, yeah. Dude, nah. I, my, I have the windshield and side window on the Subaru have grinding, like, it has grinding steel inside embedded. the glass because I was grinding on my, on my, Ooh. I have my, uh, my bench vice there. Yeah. So I would cut something on it real quick with my Subaru directly behind me because it's a two car and 
it's two feet away from the bench on yep. that. And it would throw all the sparks. All the sparks directly on the windshield and side window. So they're just permanently embedded in the glass. So now when my windshield mm-hmm. wipers go, uh, you can hear uh, all the... It's like... Uh, got, got grit embedded into yeah. it. Damn. Because um, it's bright orange landing on glass and it melts yeah. right in. Yep. Every time. Um, but yeah, so now that that's out of there, it's kind of nice. I have some room to work. Um, but yeah, it's been... Uh, I'm happy as shit to get it out of there. It's there till May 1st. May 1st. That's nice. not bad. So for, that's it's good. Because originally that was your concern is you're going to get it out of there and get motivated not or lose yeah, motivation it, on it. Yeah, basically. But I think we kind of came to the realization that you don't have time to work on it yeah. between now and then anyway. Well, plus with the axles I'm trying to put under the Jeep, it's, yeah. it's a matter of one I'm project never, at a time. Like, basically, now my deadline is going to be the second I get it back from storage, like... I'm going to try to have some cash saved for it. Try to really start cranking on it as Be long ready. as it keeps finished. You have a so. deadline to start now. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Basically like you get it back May 1st and you know, you need to start mm-hmm. on it then unless yeah. you're not going to. Yeah. Cause realistically it'd be February, March and April. It's going to be working on the Jeep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So after that, hopefully it'll be done enough and I'll be have made money enough to, you know, buy all the parts I need for that. Finish that to, or at least get it to a point where I can, use it the rest of the year uh and then start working on the mustang yeah Which and is, also the mustang should be paid off by the time it's out of storage so nice. that'll help a lot too yeah. just of yeah get easing. 450 bucks back a month that i'm not spending on it just to have it just, yeah, i'll just be able to, to sit I'll, there basically i should really just fucking start putting that into a savings account and then just like be it'd, be, it'd be two or three months of me paying on it quote unquote but it's just going in the savings and then it's, yeah. oh hey i have yeah. 1500 bucks that i can throw in at parts on it now because that's how much i was paying just to you know, just you off. mentally right. stay in that saving mindset, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yep. That way you can, well, you'll probably spend most of that on Jeep stuff, so you won't have a ton of, like, leftover, leftover. But... Well, I do have my vacation check coming in. That's from, true. So, oh, which is, yes. It was $2 every hour I worked, and I worked over 2,500 hours, so I should have about five grand coming in, which that's going to pay that off, buy most of the parts for the Jeep, mm-hmm. as well as maybe, you know, pay a month's worth of bills or something. So, yeah. nice. just hopefully cool. I'm back at work before too long that runs out like, yeah ideally. well yeah no i know so, yeah i know you said it many times what exactly does the mustang need now uh so it needs a uh holly efi computer system which yes okay basically it, it entirely replaces the fat or the engine management wiring harness as well as gives you a new engine computer right. um it's okay. very easily tunable very easily modified so it's um, like a mega squirt with Miata. It's it's like that, but the better. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is the better. upper. It is the top tier echelon of this is fantastic. what mega squirt wants to be. Oh okay. yeah, mega squirt. Yeah, mega squirt is a very. It was a small company. Yeah. Uh, especially compared to Holly. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, Holly shit is fucking top tier. Holly yeah. makes very nice stuff. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is their Black Friday sale. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way it's sixty hundred yeah. bucks on sale. It's, this is for a Terminator X, which is one of your nicest like. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is yeah, yeah. so many data points you can pull from didn't, this. Uh, this is what most race cars run. Mm-hmm. Rob Dom. Yes. Oh, yes. Everybody runs. I was about to say, everybody. I remember he had an issue with this, does. that he was missing a jumper on there, and it was like faulting almost, the entire Almost out. any fast car runs either a Holly or some Haltech or Haltech. Occasionally Fitech, uh, but not very many uh, like fast, fast cars. Fuel tech or Fast no? EFI. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think MLZ has this in his Barra swap. Yeah. Oh yeah. GT because this this is the yeah. universal. Or, no, no, no. Actually, a, a lot of Barras run Haltech. Haltech. Yeah. Haltech's the other one. That's yeah. Hal- like it. Yeah. yeah. Haltech is is. It's I'm more... in the I'm in the Barra group on Facebook because I am planning to use that Barra engine in uh, something eventually. Mm. Um. Don't you worry about that yet. But 
For now, I need I know to get the is. holly on uh, on the cobra. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Haltech is it, they're just very known for the it's a the Barra is an Australian only sold six cylinder uh, straight six from Ford. Yeah. Um, they have very good numbers from factory. They come factory turboed is an option, naturally aspirated. Uh, uh, CNG compressed natural gas is the yeah, other one. Propane Ooh. essentially. Um, yeah, there's very uh, very interesting. Uh, and they won't bring setups. it back to their homeland. Absolutely Dang. not, because it's yep. fuckers. This is better than the EcoBoost we get now yeah, in every way. So yeah. they would refuse to bring it here. Yep. It's so a two JZ is one of the most common inline sixes. Well, mm-hmm. common is a strong word, but like yeah, most common race engine sought after aftermarket That's, swappable, etc. That is a three liter inline six. This is a four liter inline six. Mm-hmm. So it's noticeably bigger yeah there's no replacement for displacement there, yep. well there is it's called boost <laughs> yeah which as yeah as you well, can see from also, that picture they're not both yeah, yeah. big the, old turbo mounted they will it. absolutely take that thing's boost. very clean mm-hmm. have Wait. you ever heard one no oh they're not yeah. yeah can you pull one up i quick? jamie will pull Was that it, um the Falcons in Australia, they have these. Yes, don't they? yes. A lot of their cars there have Falcons, Mavericks. Um, there I follow a guy on uh, Instagram who has a like Brian's generation Ranger swapped with one of these. Holy, and like, it's in super, the states here. Cool. No, no, he's in he's in Australia. Oh, yeah. okay. No, uh, so I am in the shit. I am in the I am in the USA Barra group. Yeah. There's like I don't know a couple thousand people in it. it. They're they're just not popular here yet. But I yeah. really want to be different and do a setup like this. Oh man, because it's an extremely cool motor that makes extremely cool sounds yeah. and stuff, and good power even without turbo. Like the so what's, setup. what's one stock? Yeah. An engine or horsepower? Like horsepower? Horsepower or numbers? Yes. Like- 500 eh? no they're no they're like uh, 320 or something yeah so like Still my out of stock my, my jeep is like 260 horsepower and 260 torque somewhere around there yeah these are like noticeably even better i'll pull it up right now so it just looks so snug i love it why do they not just have there's uh, a oh, lot it's all of measured difference. in kilowatts of course yeah. oh, God damn 250 it. kilowatts yeah. which i want to like say it was like 290 yeah it's like just under 300 for the for the naturally aspirated like if you compare this four liter to the jeep four liter which is in my cherokee yeah. uh it's like 30 to 40 horsepower more and then like 40 or 50 horse uh, torque more damn. so it's like noticeably better for almost the, the exact same technical size engine but this is ford built and it's th- this one is very very uh moddable Whereas yes. the G four liter is is pretty yeah the you second you, the you second get. you give boost to it everything starts to fail the yeah. top end sucks yeah. the rods suck the crank suck this, how are these are very uh, yeah modeled. so the common ones are uh, three hundred and sixty two horsepower for the That's one pretty damn good and then their yeah. big turbo one is four hundred and sixteen yeah huh. on how big of a turbo does it say uh, I think they are like small GT thirty four fifty or something technically is their stock stock turbo mm. size but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to now. How is getting parts for those? It's not you just, impossible. Like but... realistically, if I do, if I, if I am planning to own one of these. If I have one in my possession, what I would do is just get a replacement of every single pulley and mm. uh, uh, accessory driven. Like get a spare alternator and just yep. have it. Every single pulley, every si- like get a spare oil pump, get a spare head. Just get every like get, basically have an entire spare engine. Yeah, and I can rob parts go. off of it just consistently yeah because there are places that will import them for you yes yeah. and they, there are some that will import um, them and then build them atomic performance oh this okay. is atomic performance you're already on the website of yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the ones. It's an Australian based company that ships them over here. They're pretty, pretty popular. Yeah. But they'll like build the engine to, you know, a spec mm-hmm. and be like, here you go. Here's your engine. Yeah. Here it is shipped. Now, is this going to a car you have now or is no. this just like a no. future project? No, this is this is well far down the line. Realistically, how many future projects away is this? Because uh, realistically, this is after I do a uh, drag week with the Cobra and I'm able okay. to sell the Cobra. I'm going to take the money out of that and start building. A so is it project. Okay. Cobra finish? Uh, is it then your six liter project or is this bare? Six liter project can be done fairly cheap. Besides bodywork and such, which one tells the six liter project? Yeah, we'll worry about <laughs> it when we get there, right? Um, or do you want to go into? Well, that? I, okay, because realistically, so I want to buy a '65 Ford Galaxy. I I, lo- I want an old carbureted car, four door hardtop. Yeah, um, I can, I can, I can totally and a hundred percent. Oh, I see you in that. Support. I, I this want to. Idea. I want a cruiser. I yeah. want to have a running and driving car, and I want to cruise it for a while. And yeah. then I want to start. I don't know. I want to stub a six liter power stroke into it. Fuck yeah! Which is the same engine that's in the Ford F Series pickups from two thousand three to two thousand seven or whatever. Yes, you know, yep. somewhere in that. But imagine this: just rolling but, coal and screaming and yeah, turbo yeah. whistle and yeah, yeah, sounding like Chewbacca roars. Sounding yeah. like my dad's slammed on twenties, tinted, yeah. maybe a hood stack, air, yeah. airbags, diesel engine, yeah. cool. Yeah. custom interior yeah. like no, leave really the outside kind of rough maybe, oh yeah and then like nice interior and custom stuff yeah. or even like it was like, well what? i i would like the paint to be in good shape that way i can wrap it yeah and i'll probably mm-hmm. do like multiple yeah, variations good, of wrap good factory yeah. paint mm-hmm. that you could run for a while and then like okay I decided. the great thing about these cars is they come with a couple different engines most of them are v8s usually like a 390 fe uh, 390 352 um which are all on the outside the same size. Basically. Yeah, they're relatively all the same. Yeah, the 352 big block that's not very big. Yeah. Um, Is that a big... Yeah. But yeah, there's a uh, couple of them are three on the tree. Um, most of... There's almost hardly any manuals, um, but they're cheap. Like, the nicest of nice is like 15 grand. Like, a wow. really good survivor Dang. is like five to seven. Because they're not like... Especially the four, the four, doors, after. four yes. doors are not desirable at all. Because everybody wants a two-door. Because they're sleek and stylish and fast-looking and whatever. Kind of like the Whereas, like, I want the four-door because I like, you know, four-doors more horse. And of, and of, course, you, of course, you want, like, the one-year-only headlight. There's two. Rail. There's 65, 65 and 66. They have a stacked headlight. Which I fell in love with that look from Triple uh, X the movie that GTO they had that was shooting oh, rockets yeah. out of the headlights and shit. He's a that big was a good looking. Love that movie. I fell in love with the stacked headlight look from that movie, and I found out Ford made a car with stacked headlights and really cool taillights and just body lines. I love. Um, yeah, yeah. The Cleetus is one. Is yeah. Here's here's the one that is well the price. I was looking for price. Oh, yeah, for this like was eight. this was fifty grand because it had a Cummins in it and it was owned by the man himself, Cletus Famous McFarland. YouTuber. Cletus McSkeeter McFarland. Yeah, that this, thing is pretty fucking sick. Yeah, this you know, has a is. five nine Cummins diesel swapped mm-hmm. into it with a hood stack and nitrous. Yeah. Probably six hundred some horse. I think by the time oh, I got rid of it, I think it's less than that. On air, well with the interior. Yeah. yeah, this was actually after he owned it because they actually put a proper interior in it as well. Yeah, the, and the so. wheels that were on it when he had it were like, were like sketchy. They were yeah handmade steel. Or they were like solid I think, steel. I think they were widened wheels. Oh, but you, they were all they were bad. When you widen wheels yourself, it's yeah. not gonna. Yeah, they were taking down the drag strip and doing burnouts with it, but like, and the wheel. So you get a hundred mile an hour wheel spin on a whole, on a handmade, you know, backyard fab built wheel. It's not going to be yeah, very I don't know smooth. About that. Yeah, so 
Oh, yeah, no, this, yeah, this was holders. added after uh, after he got rid of it. After he got rid of it, yeah. Which I want to um, go, I want to put TMI interior. I was just trying to think of the name. I thought it was like TMX, but yeah. TMI. TMI, TMI does custom interiors for a lot of old school stuff. Damn, that's clean. And yeah, it's it's yeah. TMI is like almost a factory replacement uh, type interior mm. company. And they make quality almost as Because you as still that. want the big, cozy bench seat. Oh, of course. Everything to be long, yeah. sleek lines because it's a huge car. Yeah. But you want it to be nice. Yeah. That's the difference. Is like, this is all perfect, brand it's, new, super it's nice. It's factory styled aftermarket. Yeah. So realistically, I do plan to own a 65 Galaxy within the next probably year or two. Because they're just so cheap to... Like, I can get that and just drive around and enjoy it. Yeah. You can leave it I, I can't really cruise in the Mustang because I just break no. the law in it. Especially after I build it and it's going to be mostly track. And once it's based. like reliable, you're like, yeah, we're sending this thing yeah, everywhere. I wanna, once I get it to the point where it's reliable, I want to do the one week, like Rocky Mountain Race Week or Sick Week or, or Drag Week or drag any week, of something. Something yes, long, fun. like a week-long competitive yeah. drag, drag and drive. Yeah, event. A drive six hundred miles, race six times. You know, do yeah, an yeah. event with it. Yeah, I really want to do one of those uh, with the Cobra. Uh, I want to get it to that point. Once I do that, I think I can just sell it. I don't need to keep that car the rest of my life. I don't have much. I didn't build the car. I don't have much sentimental value in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You just want to fix the things that are wrong with it, make yeah. it enjoyable for a little mm-hmm. bit and you go, okay, this can move on now. Yeah. yeah. Realistically, once I sell that, then I can try some other projects. Yeah. But... Get your other stuff done and then go back to like a factory, nice fit finish Cobra. Yeah. Or are you going to move on to GT 500s? Um, I don't know if I'll ever have another fast car. That's a lie. I mean, the, That's a lie. I might. Okay. What I, if I, if I, if I do be, have another fast right. car, I think what I would do is try to save a Cobra. I would try to buy a roller, build a four valve, find a T56, build a five. Try to say because they only made 30,000 of them. Realistic, there's probably about 25 or less now because oh, of yeah. like, wrecks and everything else. Right. Um, I see so many rollers for sale for like four to eight grand. Mm-hmm. It's like, Damn. buy an engine for a couple, like, you know, buy, put four or five grand in an engine, buy a trans for two, you know. Mm-hmm. Rebuild full, it, from, a full yeah, repaint it. Try to save it because there's, like I said, there's only so many. There's a finite number, and I see those cars only going up in value right mm-hmm. now. Like the the ceiling of a Cobra, say less than ten thousand miles, was like twenty five to thirty grand That's three four years bad. ago. That's right now. Right now, under ten thousand miles, they're going for forty plus, forty oh, to fifty. Man. That's and I, and I yeah. because they they're just now twenty years old. Mm-hmm. They're I feel like. They were a staple in the early 2000s, like car oh, community yeah. or car world. So I feel like anybody like me who was growing up as a kid, watch like looking at cars. You had a poster like, of that. In yeah, your it's like oh my god! Like when they came out, they were nuts. They only made them for two years. They only made thirty thousand of them, and yeah, half of them are half of them are uh, convertibles too. Mm-hmm. So I want to save a hard shell, you know, convertible and yellow. Oh, yeah, love so, that. So hot. <laughs> But yeah, you know, so, you, did, you, but you want comp orange. Everybody wants comp. Orange. Oh God. It's yeah. the greatest. It's yeah. Is it better than Mystachrome? It's like I more like, rare. Technically, I like yes. Mystachrome, but that yeah. comp orange is just a yeah. good color. Yeah. The comp orange is very, very like desirable. Actually, I believe the current highest oh, price oh, ever bought from a Cobra was a comp orange, not a Mystachrome because the Mystachrome is a very rare, unique color. But and uh, everybody knows the comp orange. I think they made like a hundred or so less than or like yeah, yeah. Between the coupes and convertibles, they made a hundred of each less than the Mystachrome. Yeah. So comp orange is the most. Rare. Can you like, pull up Mystachrome? I don't think I've ever yeah. seen that. Mystachrome one. is a color shift it between one blue, the... green, purple, and gold. Oh. Yeah. Um. They they originally did this in the '90s with it's called Mist Chrome, 
which didn't have the gold in it. It was more just a blue, a uh, blue, uh, green, purple. Uh, the problem with Mr. Chrome is every time you yeah. look at it, it's a different yeah, shade. Well, so this is a that's... very teal and a little bit of dark blue. So this is in a white room with really good lighting. It mm -hmm. pops all that super light, mm -hmm. like light blue, and you can see a lot of blue. You don't see a ton of purple in a picture like this. Yeah. But... You take it outside and you get some sun on it. You can start yeah. seeing the gold and the purple, and it completely changes oh, the go. car without yeah. even like. Yep. Yeah. I would now it's purple. I would hate to work at a body shop and like doing like paint repair on that. You repaint oh, the yeah, that, oh yeah, oh yeah. Basically, you yeah. do. There's no mat. Like you can technically match it, but it's nearly. It's mm -hmm. not impossible. You need to have perfect. one entire gallon of paint, or you know, right. one thing of paint to redo the whole car because yes. it's oh, like it's very specific to that. Right, that can of paint. Each right. each can of Mr. Chrome mm -hmm. paint was different. Mm -hmm. so, right. Yeah, because I remember Fuck. when the new Gen Four GTs came out, somebody mm -hmm. got theirs custom painted in Mr. Chrome because mm -hmm. you can paint to, or order them painted two color. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they had it custom done in that, and they're like, it's so expensive mm -hmm. just for the paint because there's so much going on. Oh, I'm inside sure. the mm -hmm. paint. Yeah, it's such a cool color. It's, that's, yeah, that's mm -hmm. gorgeous. Yeah, realistically, I'd love to. If I ever have a fast car, I think I'd try to save a Cobra just because I've owned two of them now. Like they they have a special place in my heart. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't really. I I need to stay out of jail, and I don't <laughs> think owning a Cobra is a good way to do. I I need to not own a Cobra to do that. So yeah, owning yeah. a Cobra is a show car. Maybe you could get away yeah. with. Well, this is a Mist uh, Chrome. Yeah. This is the older gen Mist. Yes. Mist. I see uh, that lot more purple, lot, lot more green. Yeah, yeah. There's the blue is still there, but yes. it's not. There's more colors on both yeah. sides. Yeah. Of it. This yeah. Is the so earlier it's Mist uh for the older ones and mystic for the uh yeah when you're talking about them it's very easy to just say they're the same but they're not like you're like oh mm -hmm. mystochrome you're like which one because they <laughs> yes. are different yeah that's a very 2000s paint color. Yeah. Oh, yeah this is it still looks good yeah it is literally that's what makes the difference yeah mm -hmm. and even then it's hard to find examples of them without knowing what you're mm -hmm. what you're God, looking yes. for like in these well like in the last car you just showed us i saw more green yeah like that one there this is the, the rest yeah, that's I, the I older see more purple style. and blue yeah. a little yep. bit of gold that was yeah. the older color that was mist duck chrome yeah. right and it flips like if you walked around this car in person it would change oh. every step you took yeah yeah, yeah. how the light hits yeah. it every so. foot you move around the car it changes it completely it's a mm -hmm. such a cool color that is but it's you know it seems yeah. like it should be well. It is. It is super rare, but it's not mm -hmm. like impossible to get rare. It's just expensive. Rare. Those yeah, are the cars yeah. going for fifty. Yeah, yeah. Grand. comp oranges and Mystachrome are the highest, uh, and yellow. Reselling. Yellow is the lowest. Screaming yellow is nice. It's a nice color. Uh, it's what but, was the other yellow? Fuck. Screaming uh, like yellow is like a, yellow or some weird. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, search yellow. Yeah, I know. Screaming dark yellow dark. is a that's is the dark. A, that's, <laughs> that's a snake. Yeah, that's we just snake. got snakes. Uh, not quite the thing. Yeah, there's. Yeah, though that's all screaming yellow. Screaming yellow is a really dark or like a deep yellow, a like mm -hmm. kind of sunflowery yellow. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it is what you think of when you hear yellow. Yes, mm -hmm. it is a rich kind of not golden, but it's got that. Yeah. It's vibrant. This yeah. is Crayola's fucking. Yeah, you're yeah. 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 Yo, when yeah. you're drawing the sun in the corner of your paper, this is yeah. the color you use. Yeah, I forget the other name of yellow. Ignorant yellow. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it on the Google. Oh. Tell me if you see it as I'm scrolling through. They all look like they're the same yellow, though. Well, it depends on the. Is it like that? That's not a that yeah, one. Yeah, that one would. Yeah, be. I just forget the name of the yeah. name of the color. Sadly, so pop that up and see if it says Ew. it on here. Does it give me the color option? Why would they not just list the color? Because it's a niche thing. Like knowing all the names of the colors is not is uh, that is a 
pretty rare. It, this no. is a very light yellow. The, yeah, the problem like is the it. TV in here is like oversaturating. It's oh, actually it's actually more of like a white. Here, look at my laptop screen. Oh yeah, it's like a lot whiter. That's like yeah. um, LZ's two forty. It's probably almost this color. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a very interesting color, but it's just not that like rich zinc deep. yellow. That's, that is the okay. name. Zinc oh. yellow is it just doesn't have the depth. It it's is a, a lot silvery more yellow. silver. Yeah, that makes what's sense. the name for the other yellow? Did you say it already? Screaming yellow That's is the right. deep one, and zinc yellow is uh, yeah. a lot lighter. Oh, it not says it, quite a yellow. It says it right here. Cobra oh. zinc yellow. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yes, yep. that is the other color. Like from a distance on a picture, mm. you can't tell the difference that much. In person, it's very noticeable. Like zinc yeah. yellow looks like a stock GT color. It doesn't have yeah. that same like richness you would associate with like a fast, a better car. Yeah. yeah. So I like it. I um, do have uh, something I've been thinking about the last couple of days. So yeah. I was basically propositioned with buying my grandpa's semi. Interesting. Oh. Uh, it's a 01 uh, pre emissions like based. Hell yeah. Fantastic, beautiful Kenworth. Um, Gotta get that Kenworth. Realistically, he bought it brand right new for like eighty, eighty-seven thousand. You know I think which, I said which model series uh, it is. Nine hundred W nine hundred. Yeah. Um, Good. single cab red. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a close example, kind of like this. Uh, yeah. Not obviously not. It's the it's not the. Oh, don't mm-hmm. save the image. Good <laughs> lord. I hate, I hate trackpads so much. Technical yep. difficulties. Uh, yeah, realistically, pretty similar to this. Uh, this is probably a little um, bit more. His orange. is a cherry red, but yeah, identical. The uh, same size shape. Yep. You know. Does he have a third axle? Probably not. No, double axle. But, but yeah, a very very nice truck. He's he bought it brand new. Uh, bought it. I want to say for eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it it's probably still worth eighty today. Oh, and it's got fuck a half a million miles on it because it, he uses it every or he used it every day for two decades yeah semi-truck um, miles do not correspond to car miles yeah half a million's nothing yeah that's a brand um, new car yeah, still. realistically I don't, I don't really know the number but i know it's that somewhere my, what my grandpa had said is that this year is going to be his last year of trucking mm-hmm. i don't know if that means like the like in a month or two or at the end of the year or what or but realistically do another year and yeah then, you know realistically uh yeah, he's getting up there in age. He just he he's been retired technically for years now, but mm-hmm. he just kind of drives you know when people need him. Yeah. Um, that only leaves me and my uncle who have CDLs who could drive this truck. Um, so I'm tempted to sell my uh, pickup truck because I hardly use it. Mm-hmm. Buy an F one fifty for maybe fifteen twenty grand. Okay. Um have that as my pickup truck have this for what i use my pickup truck for now which is hauling shit long distance hauling big because i stuff. get it'll get eight mile a gallon and i also get eight mile a gallon in my truck i'm paying for diesel anyway yeah well i mean you could switch to red diesel and say well save, you're you, not you wrong paid for the fx4 off-road package you could put off-road diesel in it right? that makes sense oh, yes. dummies <laughs> paying tax on yeah. school um so yeah oh, so shit. realistically i'm thinking about trying to ask my uncle if he wants to split this with me and then eventually I'll buy him out of it. Um, we also have a flatbed trailer, a super hot or a hopper bottom, mm-hmm. uh, a, a hopper, you know, the standard yeah. yep. mm-hmm. um, speaking of hopper bottoms, like every time I see a black one, mm-hmm. I fall in love with them. Oh like, yeah. They're Can, like the average hopper bottom is like white and a hopper bottom hauls out. grain. Mm-hmm. So there's just two false doors oh, on the bottom of it. Okay. I know what we're talking they're, about that way. That way when I, you pull I into that's a, what it was, but I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. They're basically two giant funnels 
in yeah. a, yep. in yeah. a box. Yeah, it's all there's two compartments inside the trailer and they they both taper. they go down they yeah, they taper down to the doors. Yeah. That way when you pull into the grain site or the elevator, yeah. they you get out you just there's a roll floor them. drain yeah. essentially yeah. where all the all the uh, yeah. crops essentially goes. right you just literally roll this set, screw it, pulls the door out of the way, you drop everything out the funnel, yep. pull it back in, you're out of there. Instead of yep. like a dump trailer, you have to pick all the way up. Yeah, you tip it up or something. Yeah. Tip, tip, tip it up. Yeah. But it's like every um, time I see one that's black, mm-hmm. it's like, why do people buy white ones? Like, I'm yeah. sure they're probably harder to keep clean and looking nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. But you see one in black and you're just like, Hell I'm yeah. trying to find a Timpty because that's what I'm most familiar with. Wilson's are good looking. Here that thing fucking slaps. They're For, like, so yeah. pretty from center up thing. Come on. Come on. Come Te- on. Technical difficulties. Of course, uh, of course the pictures are always blurry because it's yeah. like, here's a thumbnail off something. But like, every time I see a black one, I'm just like, damn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why aren't we cool? I don't <laughs> think I've there's not there's not ever a lot. seen one. The, so the guy probably... I farmed for does have one and he has a black Kenworth hooked up to oh, it too. It's Dude, so it's a, it is a sharp it's setup. Was... Granted, the trailer is beat to shit and faded yeah, and stuff. Still... It, it doesn't yeah. matter though. It's oh just, yeah, it's it. Yeah, is that his truck? No, <laughs> I mean that's the same name. I'm not yeah. gonna pull it up just because it's the same name. But it's like yeah. that looks yeah. Fuck that goes hard. Yeah, you can pull it up. It, like yeah, it's it's close. But essentially this, but it was a single cab truck. Well, it was the thumbnail of last week's episode. Was it? that no? That was the uh, that, belt, was, that was the belt trailer. Or, yeah, so. but it was that truck. Yeah, yeah, that truck just with a black trailer, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's they're both beat to shit. But ten foot away, you're like, man, that looks good. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like when we went to the complete off-road open house. Like my truck was filthy. I, oh yeah, 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 there yeah. Together. yeah. Yep. I'm like, I'm gonna stop and go through the car wash before we get there. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. Like it's kind of weird. Yeah, I pull out of the car wash. She's like, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's it it makes different. that truck pop again. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it has shiny left in the paint. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Yeah. Right. Like it looks um, completely different. You know, yeah. where when it's dirty, it's not the same, but like, yeah, black yeah. copper bottoms are just gorgeous. I love them. I can't believe people buy white ones. Right. So, yeah, realistically, I'm looking at buying my grandpa's truck and I'll be using it for what I use my pickup truck for now, which is just hauling long distance. Not to mention, is it set up as a commercial truck or is it set up as a farm truck? Because uh, commercial is a, it is. Okay. It is. He has his own company. It's Richard okay. Metal Trucking. Okay. Because, so. yeah, ours is farm use. So we can't yeah. we can't haul for hire. Yeah. No, he he. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah, yeah no, he, he hauled out of the quarries. He hauled. I mean, granted, is. he does he does have a hopper bottom for like our farming, yeah. Yeah. We, especially we used to home a couple hundred acres. We only have yeah. like a hundred now. You can use a commercial um, truck to farm. You can't use a farm truck for commercial. Yes, exactly. Because like you're subsidizing license plates because you're not making money yeah. off of it. Yes. Yep. Um. But yeah, so I figured if I I need to talk to my grandpa, see how much he actually wants for it, see if he if the price of the truck comes with the trailers or how we want to divvy that up. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, I can probably come up with half of it uh, pretty easily. Um, you can live in the truck. Add a sleeper, you're good. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. Well, I mean, on the, on the plus side, you could, you know... I can also use it to make money. Exactly, yeah, yes. and say, okay, you can have half of what I make for the next, you know, until we you get to a certain dollar amount. Essentially rent to own to, yeah. a, you know, yeah. to an extent of like, well, but it's family. So it's a little bit different, but yeah, yeah. Not always. Eh, sometimes, always. Sometimes okay, it's yeah, harder. Yes, now my uncle's a pretty big Jew and he, he's also the only Ugh. one expanding farming. Like he's been trying to, you know, buy acreage here and there. And he's, 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 he's got a lot of equipment over the last probably five years. Establishing that he's empire. the only him and him and yeah. his son are the only people really 
Like he doesn't even ask us to help farm, mm-hmm. which is like kind of a slap in the face. But at the same time, it's like you do you whatever. It's, and it's but like I get it. I he would just uses this to truck to haul in his grain, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when it's only me and him who are able to buy this truck because we're the only one with the CDLs. Not to mention, I'm probably yeah. the only other one who would want to invest in this because yeah. realistically, yeah. this thing is going to be worth eighty grand for the next fucking twenty years. Yeah, just because it's a pre-emissions, nice, clean semi. Yeah, yeah. The worst as long thing. as it's taken care of. Oh the, yeah. Oh, the, it's. It I'm sure it has. Yeah. Ask Michael about semis getting taken care of. He's like, yeah. these things are garbage, and they'll run another million miles on. Mm-hmm. Like it does not matter. Like the yeah. amount of times they'll buy a truck from an auction, like go, wow, this thing fucking sucks. Like, just send it back to auction. We don't even want to deal with it yeah. mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like, they'll overpay for it to get it, get it there, and he's like, yeah, this thing's junk. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And, and to put it into it perspective out. of how clean this one is, uh, last year my grandpa had somebody out come out and polish the paint on the frame of the truck. That's Because it was still clean enough to have it the frame polished. Yes. Yeah. The fucking the frame. frame of the truck is wow. Still yeah. yeah. So that's for, impressive. For 20, and what year is it? Two thousand one. Yeah. Bought so it's brand a twenty-two year old truck that's still in good enough Hot condition. Damn. To and he he drove it into a quarry with all you know dirt and mud mm-hmm. and you name it. Yeah. If you keep it clean, yes, it will he did. Oh yeah. Nice. That's yeah. so thing. yeah. Like I said, it's as a, as just an investment. It's a probably a good deal. And for as little as I use my truck, realistically, I only use it on big holiday weekends. Yeah. Memorial Day, Labor Day. Uh, New Year's. Well, I'm, I probably wouldn't take it out to bat. Well, because we have the cabin at, for hangover run. So I I would just, what I would do is buy a ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar $10,000, $20,000 F-150, buy a car trailer, sell my trailer also, come up with a couple yeah, of your cash. trailer. Your trailer behind anything other than a Super Duty is useless. Oh, exactly. yeah. So it's yeah, buy too a, heavy for an F-150. Buy a 20-foot car trailer for two, three grand. Uh, buy a $15,000 F-150. Um, all the rest of the cash that I have in my pickup and trailer, I would just throw towards this truck, not to mention maybe take out a loan on it. Yeah, pay um, off some stuff, essentially. And just, yeah, yeah, pay off the Mustang with that. That way I'm debt-free besides my house and then maybe the semi-loan that I would take out for. Yeah, yeah. you're um, basically consolidating. He's restructuring. Yeah, yeah. and... I can leave it parked out at my grandpa's in his shop. Mm-hmm. All the trailers are out there. Like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Realistically, I can just, I would shove my ambulance camper on the front of a 50 foot trailer. Mm-hmm. I can then haul two, maybe even three rigs. Uh, yeah, pretty easily uh, yeah. on the back foot. of it. Looks like we our, can go anywhere in the country. Foot, yeah. Our 30 foot will haul two. No problem. Yeah, exactly. So you could easily fit two in the camper mm. or three without it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, whoever and whenever if if i do decide to do this if we say hey let's go to tennessee well you know split the fuel you know a third or whatever try to recoup it i'm like i said in my pickup truck i'm already getting eight miles a gallon yeah when i'm towing especially what's especially with my camper well you have this this pickup the semi will be so underloaded with oh yeah twelve thousand pounds on it two five thousand pound rigs and my two thousand you're getting the same gas mileage who cares plus a ten thousand pound trailer but yeah well yeah that'll roll itself no no problem but yeah Yeah, it's it's absolutely pulling no weight at all and it's it's just the convenience of having a 50 foot trailer. Yeah. Um, the, the drawback is license plates. Yeah. When you're paying for commercial plates, they're like seven I'm grand like, a year. Mm-hmm. <gasps> well, cause you're making money off this. That's the whole point yeah. of it. Damn. But I also pay 200 say, bucks a year on my truck for that's B, sitting and only, B and it's only losing money for B plates yeah. in about be... 10 more years. My truck's going to be worth half of what it is now Yeah. with, yeah, with 150,000 miles. on. Yeah. It, if you, you know. keep using it at the rate, you're going to start using it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I'm really thinking about cashing out my pickup truck now. Mm-hmm. You know, downsizing to reasonable ish. You had to just wait until after dad bought one. He couldn't have bought yours for a good price. I don't want anybody to own my truck. I want it That's just fair. gone for cash. And either that or 
pull it into a dealership, say, how much will we give you? I'm taking that pickup truck. I'm picking taking that F-150 off the lot. Yeah, yeah we're going to swap and you're going to give me cash. You probably could like straight trade it for a super nice truck. I guess you don't get the I don't, I, Yeah, I need like the that. cash though. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. I, there's, I found quite a few uh, like 2012, 2013 uh, Platinum F-150s and Lariat F-150s going, with like 100, uh, a lot of them are EcoBoost. They made so fucking many EcoBoosts. Because they're awesome. So yeah, 3.5 EcoBoost. There's one specifically I'm looking at. It's a ruby red, four-door short bed, Platinum. Hundred and like thirteen thousand miles on it for okay. like eighteen grand or fifteen grand. If you're going F one fifty, it really does make sense to get a fifteen up aluminum. Yeah, it, I, it I tried, is, but it, I'm also I'm trying you're, to. You're getting of, into the higher twenties. Yeah, the aluminums are holding in twenty, holding like, at twenties for for lariat up, and I don't yeah. want to downgrade the interior. I do. I would love to try to find one that has adaptive cruise, which is seventeen lariat. plus, right? And yeah. lariat, yeah. So yeah. like, it's kind of. It just depends how many miles I want. I'm trying to stay under 150,000 miles. If that's but... not going to be your super long haul truck anyway, it's mm-hmm. probably okay yeah. without it. You yeah. Know? yeah. You're not. Yeah. And you technically you can add it into like an XLT, mm-hmm. but it's not, you don't have the steering wheel controls. So you got to swap that. To, yeah. Like, you'll spend yeah. the extra two grand on parts instead of just buying a two grand better. Yeah. Car. I'll say I'm, I'm looking at F-150s right now. Just kind of getting an idea if, if this is possible and that's why i asked what your brother's mile uh, truck got for mileage and yeah. i'm like yeah like if unloaded is 13 to 16 and that's him on... beating on it in town realistically yeah, if i'm going of... across if i'm just taking a pickup truck with no trailer i can get maybe 18 20 hopefully mm, i mean that's, that's pushing if it. i'll say if i'm babying it oh uh, well yeah you're not gonna have the 10 speed as i say my dad yeah, my dad's usually getting too. 24 and that's a 27 though yes mm-hmm. and that's yeah the 3.5 is notoriously yeah. kind of gas hungry yeah. which yeah when michael bought his the guy that owned it before him was just some old dude who'd never pulled a trailer with it mm-hmm. i think it was at like 21 yeah. 19 or 21 like mm-hmm. right. i want to say it was 21 so that's yeah what Caitlin's dad gets in it was a it was crazy mm-hmm. good because right now it's getting like 14 to 60, you know, it's yeah. not. But it's also on like 35s and lifted yeah. and exhaust. And but again, it's could, Michael. You could just buy a Ranger. Get a four-cylinder. I thought about that too. It pulls but, your Jeep just fine. Well, already I, done it. I'd yeah. like to try to stick with like 10,000 pound towing capacity, which I also, so close. that also means yes. uh, Raptors are in the ball game. Mm, so barely. first I, I gen Raptor. Raptors tell that? I thought they were lower. Yeah, they're, they're nine thousand. Oh, yeah, wow. they're under ten, but yeah, they can technically do it. Well, well I was also thinking about getting a ninety-two to ninety-six OBS because I'm <laughs> I get a yes. power stroke. Because twenty no. grand in power in you know twenty it, grand in seven three is a lot of seven three. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's still, and, it, and it still only tows twelve thousand pounds. Oh, I, said, let me, I googled it. Yeah, <laughs> that's those are the wrong numbers. Nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, I'm like realistically, I'd like to keep it ballpark 10,000 towing capacity. Let's see what the horsepower um, rating was in 19. I don't want to know yes. horsepower. I looked up uh, towing yes, capacity. 215 horsepower, yeah. but 425 torque, baby. 425. That is a good amount, you know. That's good. Yeah. And my, they're rated to tow to like 12,000 pounds. Considering so. my 2.3 makes, I don't know, 310 foot pounds of torque. So, yeah, I thought yeah. it's 310. Yeah, 270 and 310 out of my four cylinder. But yeah. there's just something to be said about an old body style Ford. Like, yeah, just try to find one relatively clean and cheap they kind of so. oh somebody fucked up i probably can't find it mm-hmm. there was a single cab like flatbed mm-hmm. you know nothing special like a kind of a worn out truck it was on ebay for it was on ebay and it said like needed brakes like it wasn't anything special mm-hmm. yeah the current bid was at thirty six thousand and fifty dollars <laughs> Fuck. The bid before it was three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, no. somebody typed uh, in two extra oh, zeros. Oh no! Somebody forgot oh. to put a decimal point. It went up to thirty six thousand dollars on this oh, truck God. that was at three hundred and fifty. 
It's like realistically, it's like a five thousand dollar truck, maybe nah, not even. Yeah, probably like a three <sighs> grand truck. Jesus. It's like that guy's got to be deleting his eBay account so fast. <laughs> Fuck. Like, hey, I fucked up. But yeah, I saw yeah, that. I'm funny. like, I'm like, why is that truck worth so much? I'm like, oh, it's not. He fucked up. <laughs> so do you want to go single cab, crew cab? I couldn't. Even, you... I don't even, even with the F one fifty. I don't even know. It's such honestly. an iconic looking truck. Oh. They're just so pretty. See, yeah. look at that. 37. 37,000. Yeah, the problem is is the, the nicer they get is the more money they are, and I'm trying to get cash out of my truck, yeah. and it has 176,000 176, miles oh on it. It says, I mean, it says sold. You don't know the price, That's though. not a lot for some yeah. That Off, truck that says is offered very at, yeah. clean, though. It was, yeah, realistic. Wait, when was it sold? Do you know the uh, date? I don't know if it says anywhere on here. Uh, yeah. If it was in the last three years... That's a well, 36 for that mileage is pretty good, is, but yeah, I've yeah. seen these trucks go for 50. I want to say it's, it's insane. One yeah. of our old brush trucks for Granville Fire, oh, fuck. yeah, an what, like 30,000 miles or something. And let it, me tell you, that thing was beat to hell, rusted it like the floorboards on the driver's side were just rusted completely out. Anytime that you needed that truck to start. It start right up. Yeah. You have to be careful because the old 7.3, the IDI, makes 185 horsepower. Yeah. It is, uh, that's the non-turbo. That's non-turbo indirect diesel injection. Oof. It is not good. It, it'll work forever. Because mm-hmm. we have... But you're, you're going to go really... It'll go forever really slow. <laughs> that's what we had. So when dad had his... Essentially, my crawler truck is the same truck that dad had... When I was growing up. But yours is a gasser and his was a diesel. Mine was gas. His had the 7.3 IDI. It's like, mm-hmm. it made no power. It didn't go anywhere cool. You just stuck an Allen key in the fuel pump, turned it up a little bit, and you're like, this is it. Okay, this is what it does now. And that's all it ever... It it was impossible to hurt it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make enough yeah. power to hurt itself. It just goes exactly. slowly. Yeah. Same with, like, that's what everybody says about the 12 valve and the 7.3, is they don't make enough horsepower to hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... Those were 185 horsepower. Yeah. It's like, heck, like yeah, it'll last forever because it doesn't make enough power to hurt itself. It's right. amazing. Yeah. What it will do is eventually wear out the fuel pump. That's like, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you turn it up a little bit and it's like, that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah. You're asking for 110%? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Literally, no. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, I'm kind of, like I said, that's, up that's been my... You're going to be a big rig driver now? Well, I you kind of I do it. have well, a CDL. I'm... I've you may as well get well. side money. And, yeah, in, yeah, exactly. An official having that, one. Having a, a, another means to make money. Yeah. Like, I can work for anybody hauling anytime oh, I want yeah. if I'm in between jobs or, you know, later. I could totally whatever. see you. Well, I'm headed off to so-and-so to go get this load and then yeah. drive it here. Can you check on here. Blue? Yeah, oh, right. you could hang out. Yeah, so yeah. Fucking, I'll, I'll build a little bringer. podium in there. Fucking, yeah, just yeah. take the passenger seat out, yeah. Yeah. put a little dog bed there. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, technically, yeah. Could yeah. you oh, yeah. could you get work through the union? Not not one fifty operator, but could you get through like the uh, Teamsters? Teamsters, that's the one. I was trying to think um, of that. Yeah, how would that work with like, W? I don't could you really know. No? I'll say I would. If I owned my own company with a semi, I think that the one fifty wouldn't care. But I I probably couldn't be in both unions, and I, not to mention I have to. I would have to both split it, and it'd be pretty fucked up. I think. I think if I owned it, they wouldn't care. Yeah. But if I, they'd probably be like, "Hey, go to Chicago and pick up this excavator. It's in the middle of town." (laughs) You're like, "Yeah, love that." No. Now, does that just depend on the union? Because Doug can own his business and work for the union still. Yeah, it's it's union business. Like, so with the 150, it's operators union. They don't want you operating machines outside of the union. They don't really care if you do like. They can't complain if you're building a deck. When you are a truck driver. Yeah. But it's right. like, 
Yeah. If, if, if I went to work in a, I don't even know. If I went to work in a warehouse to run a forklift, yes, yeah. and I was still in the 150, they'd be like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing, idiot? Yeah. Like you're running machines not under the 150, getting paid fucking a third of what you should." You know what yeah. I mean? If like you're doing yeah. private construction, running you know a backhoe or something. It's like yeah, technically yeah. that is an operator job. Therefore, you should be operating mm-hmm. in the union. Yeah, like it's, Got it. it's a weird kind. Of, you have to check. You know, you mm-hmm. have to check what you're doing a lot just to mm-hmm. make sure you're in the good side of it. Yeah. yeah. But, but like I said, I'm assuming if I like realistically, what I have to do is basically buy my grandpa's business from him, which right. the truck is included. Um, and then I would just, I would just keep the name. I would keep everything just because. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't need yeah. my name on the door. It's already his. You know. Yeah. No whatever. reason not to. Um. Yeah. And God forbid, it's like you just truck full time. You'll probably make almost the same money you would in union work. Yeah. Doing right. non essentially non union trucking. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, like I said, and like I said, I with my uncle still needing it, with me using it on the weekends and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it'll get used. It's not. It, I mean, it hardly gets used any, any as it is. But yeah, yeah, like it's just you picking up side work basically. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, taking it yeah to and then Missouri and Tennessee yeah. and Kentucky and where like fucking let's go to Moab. Like, yeah. you know Moab. what I mean? It, oh. you know, it, it's so much cheaper for us to load three rigs on a semi and, and split it that have well. everybody pack up their pickup oh, and trailer yeah. you know and what i mean convoy like, it out there oh you still yeah. have to because we can't all fit in the day cab but yeah that's yeah yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we just would, put the ambulance on the back make sure with the your truck are good. get 20 mile the gallon on the way out there and then you'd you'd give me a couple hundred bucks for my fuel <gasps> i'm just hang a tow bar on the back of it and be like no officer i'm driving just, <laughs> does that mean i get to set up cbs no we'd still use bowfangs oh, God, well yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you can sit passenger i could just sit in my cab and fuck with the rim fuck with radio nobody uses cbs anymore i know they all use like they all use like phone heads it's just vhf and uhf now they yeah. use their phones well yeah yeah, yeah if if they do use a radio it's like, i mean we'll just get you the i mean mounted i can just, we can just use discord i'll just have my i'll just have my <laughs> phone headset bluetooth to my phone and we'll be running discord <laughs> technically yeah radio man strikes again <laughs> hell yeah. yeah but yeah i'll say especially like with the off-road group and stuff i figured like any like i'm pretty much the only one with a semi or that would have a semi one so it's few, like yeah if yeah. any like we only need three people to load my trailer, or mm-hmm. realistically, we really maybe fit four. Um, but it's like if we rent a cabin or something at a park in you know Moab or fucking Johnson how, Valley, however, California, wherever, wherever. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky, whatever. Like it puts all this limitation on. Hey, we're going here. Like, well, fuck, let's get. Three yeah, how does everybody get? Yeah, their shit now there? it's logistics. It, it's planning. good for me too because I'm like the most north. So mm-hmm. if we go Kentucky, if Tennessee, I'm going to pick them. I'm going to drive past them anyway. Yeah. And pick them up. Yeah. yeah. So or realistically meet you somewhere, everybody loads together there, you know, exactly. meet at the gas exactly. station next to the like highway. Steve yeah. could drive to Dave's. We meet at Dave's load up there. Yep. You know, in yeah, and then go to Missouri or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah Hypothetically, yeah. everyone can mm-hmm. join together mm-hmm. and save. It's mm-hmm. not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Then we just have one follow car that four people can fit in and I'll drive the semi and we get snacks. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. On to fit. Oh, wait. <laughs> ideally the fit yeah yeah, but yeah. Yep. fusion's second best well the fit i'd be giving you a little bump crap. i'd be po- pushing you along <laughs> yeah absolutely. well yeah the, yeah that power you let off it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's see if i can find it i did find a use for the fit <gasps> officially oh. no no <laughs> i found a really bad use for the fit but it's we like bad ideas Ooh, graphics don't cards. you be looking at my stuff <laughs> my stuff going on let's take a little look see at this Oh, saw oh that, my yes. God. He's using a fucking PTO. Yep. Christ. Literally, he's like pumping for $50 a day in a Honda versus 125 a day in a tractor. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, you just need the right, need the right hub spacer or hub adapter. Yeah, and that's easy to make. You could just like, make mm-hmm. one. But it's like, there's my use for. I'll drive our fucking augers with my Honda. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I would have to tape the pedal to that's the floor. It'd be so oh, unhappy. Oh, you just have the cruise shit. control. Yeah, you literally you just yeah. well, yeah, it's a manual. You just put it in third, set the cruise, oh, and it'll shit, just maintain. That's fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll essentially you balance. You find what RPM you need. Yeah, and just yeah. run it there. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there's my use for it. Done. Christ. I'll be running the augers with it. So does that technically consider it as farm, farm use? use? If I put a little <laughs> orange triangle on the back, it does. Let's chop the roof off. No, officer, it's a razor. Chop the roof off, take the rear seat out, put your fuel tank back oh there. It's farm use, I swear. It's a razor. It's fine. Absolutely. fucking loop. There's almost yeah. set a razor cage on top of it. Like, no, it's my razor. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's it, it's just for giving the boys lunch in the fields. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I said, if you put the fuel, like how many gallons? Is that two hundred gallon, one hundred and twenty or something. It would a yeah, hundred twenty gallon oh, tank. Just take the rear seat out, put it in the hatch area, and be like, here's. It's just that's, the fuel rig. It's a little all. bit too much weight for that. Thing. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> I should put that on the red truck and use that. Yo. Oh lordy. Write it off, baby. <laughs> No, shit, that's shit. that's what the Blue Rangers for if it starts running properly. Yeah, you do some like maintenance, wire, maintenance. Wire, wiring, maintenance. oil change. No, fuck that. <laughs> it doesn't get enough abuse. Well, no, it gets enough abuse to earn one, but it does not get one. Damn, yeah. Jesus. But yeah, that's that's my the only use case for the Honda is like I'll drive augers with it, <laughs> or, augers or I do rally cross, one or the other. Do rally cross, it's way more cool. Yeah. Well, that was unanimous. Good lord. I mean, I still have a Subaru that I'm willing to destroy. (laughs) Also, I'll probably, if I do get the F-150, I'll probably just turn that into a daily. Yeah. And realistically, if I'm used, if I get used to dailying that, I'll wait a couple years and buy a a newer, nicer one. And then just the Subaru. You'll figure out if you need something bigger, essentially. Well... I'll probably stick with F-150s if I have the semi to you to do all my other shit with. Yeah, and then, it's just like, if like, I need a skid right gear, a right semi now, too much. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. For right now, I need uh, just a cheap one. Whereas if I get used to it and get a bunch of miles on this F-150, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, five years from now, I'll get out another yeah. you know, personal upgrade. The semi will be paid off. The Mustang will be paid off. You pick up a I won't 2000 have other... extended cab with a 5.4 and it'll do, love do everything you can ever need. It'll Absolutely blow coil packs. That. It'll blow exhaust manifolds. <laughs> it'll blow spark plugs through the head. Like, it does love everything. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You could be lucky like Doug's and it'll just shoot one right through the hood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dent the fucking hood. We love yeah. that. Notoriously known for doing I, that. I have a picture of it somewhere in my photo gallery. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I had one happen. I drove. It was a V10 at, oh. uh, at, oh. the, at the first four <laughs> worked at i was going up the hill the all of a sudden it just got loud yeah it was a v10 triton it just got yeah. loud i'm like Disgusting. i'm like huh it's kind of down on power too weird <laughs> i put it in park i locked the gate because it, like, it was the end of the day where i was coming up the big decline coming out of the hill yeah. or out of the pit and i park it in the shop i'm like huh well well that's that <laughs> that's I, a I monday up, problem i open up the hood i see those spark plugs still connected to the uh coil pack i'm like huh that sucks. My fucking my coworker is like, oh dude, I've done helicoils tons of times. So he got he bought the kit, put it in, and it, it's been fine ever <laughs> since. I'm pretty Christ. sure they still use that truck too. And that was eight years ago. That's it's, awesome. Isn't it crazy that Ford just built a V10 and nobody cares about it? Oh, it's terrible. It's like any it's it's not reliable. Bad. Well, yeah, but like it's, it's sick. They added two more cylinders only to burn more fuel, <laughs> not to make any more power or reliability, no, it, just to burn more fuel. If you're gonna get a V10 truck, just get the SRT10. That's so expensive though. That's yeah, that's a forty thousand dollar truck and these are right Still, now worth like yeah. four yeah, yeah dodge puts a v10 in something they're like oh my god it's amazing ford's like but ours is right we've there. had that for like five years <laughs> more longer what the hell it's like every once in a while yeah. i like get into a kick of like 
how do you make power on a V10? They're like, you just don't. <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't work. Sit in the corner yeah. in fetal position and cry. Yeah, like, yeah. Nobody makes parts for it. Nobody cares about right. it. Put yeah. headers on it and you're done. That's all you can I remember do. a specific yeah. somebody who had a green Triton Bombay. and that thing broke down every other fucking day of the week. No, not you. Oh, I'll say, <laughs> I, I had a green Triton. What do you oh, mean? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man... Uh, did I spend a lot of time helping him fix that? Because mm. after about five minutes of him wrenching on it, he would get pissed. He, and I would that just was with any car he owned. Well, yeah, yeah not to. Mm. You remember this. that shitty Explorer yet? Are we talking about you now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> them there fighting words. I'm saying Nick's gonna take that personal. <laughs> no, I was blue. Nice try. Everybody disliked that. <laughs> I remember his two Mercuries, and one of them was Mer- fucking yeah, whatever boosted. the fuck. Yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah. An Explorer with wood trim. Yeah. But, uh, I specifically yeah. remember he was trying to replace his serpentine belt and he yes. couldn't figure out how to get the tensioner loose. And I was like, buddy, it's <laughs> you loosen this bolt and put a wrench on the other side and lift it up like any other fucking tensioner. Nice. And I literally did it in like two minutes. He's like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. I'm like, you need to calm the fuck down and maybe watch a YouTube video before yeah. you do anything. Yeah. Like it's 2015. Google it. I don't yeah. fucking know. Mm-hmm. Remember the neon he had? Hey, I learned how to drive. No, it's not a neon. It's an SRT. No, never mind that neon. I specifically remember he was like, "Oh yeah, it's overheating." And I was like, "Does this guy's last name start with a B?" Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought we were talking about the last name of P. Oh no, no. I was like, I don't remember him having this many cars in high school. No, No, he actually, yeah, he did. No, but I remember we were in Granville and he popped the hood, and I just remember like leaning over and going, "Is that a fucking garden hose?" Or your the radiator, hose. and he's like, "Yeah, it works fine." And I was like, "I think that's your first fucking problem." Yeah, narrator, it was not fine. I also remember redoing his subs at one point, and he used instead of you know like an actual amp cable, mm-hmm. he used Romex. It works technically. It was not happy about technically. it. It was crispy in a lot of places. Hmm. And I was like, well, here's your fucking problem. That's one of those things. You got to know how much sketchy you can get away with. You yes. know, and uh, if you're on the wrong side of that, you burn your shit down. Well, if you have a neon, you don't do things properly, though. It's an SRT. Also, I don't think or, any. Yeah, I don't no. think any neon has ever been properly modified. I'll be uh, honest. The orange one that uh, Damien's older brother had. <laughs> that one was actually decent. Oh I, yeah, Damien okay. P. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had an older yeah. brother, Reese. Yeah, Reese. yeah. I was thinking Rich, but I knew that wasn't yeah. Reese. Yeah, R H Y S. Yeah, neat name. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to ride the bus with him when we went to uh, junior high, mm-hmm. so, and like so much he sat in the back and like I just kind of bolt. Like he re- he recognizes me. Like I think even to this day, like it was not a couple years ago. Is last time I saw him, he kind of recognized me. I was like, "That's fucking wild, dude!" Like yeah. the only time I ever like talked to him was on the bus, like when I was in junior high and he was in high school, but we were. Like going home, and for some reason we were on the same bus or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it was funny. Yeah, his his SRT neon was actually it lasted decent. a lot. Yeah, he drove that fucker a lot. Yeah, like for a long time. Used to see a lot of those in high school, and now I couldn't tell you the last time I saw them. Well, they they it's a Chrysler product. They rusted out and they're well, in junk. Yes, yeah, they yeah. St- they just stopped working immediately. <laughs> yeah. Same with darts. Like darts were oh, yeah. fucking everywhere when they were new. And now I do- the only oh, one I like see the, like is, the one, is the one guy that we know. Like the he new, works with Michael, the new gen dart. Like yes. the yeah, yeah, the okay. new gen. I was yeah, like, was... my one buddy has one, and yeah, 
he he dailies it. It's it's the bright, it's the only bright orange one around here. Yeah. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, if they, if they have the auto tragic in them, then they're pretty rough. The yes, manual okay. ones are cool, but yeah, they did come. Uh, there was one turbocharged one, a two liter. Arrow, with a manual, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it a two liter? I think so. Two liter, like a one eight. Is it the NA? That's like one point mm-hmm. four. Or something? Maybe it's, it's like insanely. Small. I want to say it was like one four, one six, one eight, and two L. Like it's something in, weird. Some, or maybe the one eight was a turbo one or something. But yeah, yeah, they're interesting. The turbo ones were like arrow. Was like the branding of it. I'm like they looked cool. They looked cool though. Stuff and things. Yeah, they're not bad. But they're sh- oh, actually, uh, sh- Marissa has one. It's- now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's her car. It's a pile of shit. She does- today she asked. That. Today she I asked thought- me about uh, putting struts on. It. I'm like, I'm like, no. Well, I know. I asked her. I was like, well, are you buying the strut combo or are you just buying just the shock? And she's the- like, well, I don't know. I just know they're making noise. I'm like, buy the whole thing. Yeah. And there, it's a, it's ten times faster to just replace the whole unit. I thought yeah. she had a Jeep. No. Well, Bo- yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Is that just like she never drives? Is that Jeep, just though. a fun car? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I think it's. I think she. I think her dad technically still. Yeah, is Aero sedan. sedan. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, Austin. Yeah. Love that. Love to see Gross. it. Real MSRP nineteen nine ninety nine five. Sick for what? Like a twenty. You know what I'm very for a commuter uh, car though. Twenty fourteen. You know what I'm very surprised. Um, I would love to hear. One that. of our salespeople at my office just got a brand new 2024 buick i forget the name of it It how old is she is it an enclave no no it looks like a yoris i know who you're talking about Mm. oh or uh, what car you're talking about yeah he got that thing out the door for under 30 yeah is it the invista that sounds Uh, like a cool sounding name it probably yeah. our neighbors got that. It looks like a fucking knockoff Euros. It does. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Wow. No, no, no. It looks like a GT86 stretched, but it also looks like a Euros. Yes. Yeah, it's and it was funny too, because like the first funny. day she drove it to work, I was like, Man, who what exec is here? She's like, Oh, it's my new car. I was like, The thing looks like a Euros. She's like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but that's <laughs> no, it, what everybody it else looks like a, it looks like a GT eighty six yeah or, or a, or a, a BRZ a BRZ no with a fucking like slack jaw. Yes. It's yeah. just fucking white inches at the too bottom. Long. Slack jaw mentioned. Let's go. Now yeah. is this the same person that was looking in the Fords or is this a different coworker? The yeah, the person you kept asking oh, us yeah, about yeah. cars about. No, that's no. a different coworker. Unfortunate, yeah, she went to GMC. Oh, uh, unalive. Oh well, it. I for we did the best we could. Uh, for <laughs> what paid for a Chevy? For what that is and how she got it, it is very low miles. Oh yeah, and it, that thing is clean because I she SUVs do not hold value no. because they rightfully so they get abused mm-hmm. and then they break. Yeah. But she That's drove why it to work. Equinox is falling apart at this point. She drove it to work on dealer plates. She's like, "I'm just test driving it." I'm like, "That means that you really like it." Like, but steal the dealer plates. What just, do you mean? Oh my god! <laughs> for, for shits and grins, for some dealer plates. Like, oh, would god. you care if I just go outside? And you could just, drive like, the fucking fit on dealer. I plates. could. I should just become a dealer. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be cheaper for you to just become a dealer and oh drive god. that thing than fucking just lose it, your money. It on will definitely just, be cheaper to make it a rally. Just car. fucking rally. Now, what kind of GMC did she get? The Equinox equivalent, yes, envoy or four cylinder terrain, terrain, terrain. Yeah. yeah, my sister has one. Yeah, it's like a she has like a twenty two or some shit. Is it yeah. a two point four? I can't tell you. I'd have to look. She back won't have it for school. long. If it is, she, the sixteen are ugly. The twenty two and like it, the newer what, body style is a lot. Is better. it this year? No, that, that's old. Well, I know. I know. Yeah, what's the second gen. Oh. I'm asking if this is the one they got. Oh, do you know what year it is or not at all? Uh. 
So 2016. It's, it's 2016. Boom. I, get oh, it. Yeah. I know the average poor white person card. I was just about well, to say. My sister is also poor and white, and she has the new, like, newer body style, and it's a lot better looking. Than oh, yeah. They are a lot better. But this I, thing. Yeah. This has, thing still yeah. looks like an Equinox, though. They didn't yes. change oh, yeah. anything. No. Yeah. This thing it, has. I mean, it's got fender flares. This thing has. The Chevy version, though. 73K on it. Okay, that's it's low mileage. Yeah, I, I took a look. Grandma uh, drove it's it. Yeah, lower. Only driven one owner. So you know it was an old yeah. lady. Um, but like I took a look up underneath of it. Fucking garage kept, Dream. not a speck of fucking okay. rust. It looks fucking good. Yeah. How many miles? GMC seventy three k. Yeah. Yeah. GMC's design language is just much nicer. Like, yeah. I don't know I what don't the, like them. like. They're the same thing, but different. But like, same, same, that, but deep, that's you know. a terrain. That looks way different than my sister's car. Did she get a terrain? Yeah. Is it's, it... it's just not blacked out. It's like, it's like oh, a blue. Is it a 2020? Yeah. Maybe it's just the trim package makes it look weird. Yeah, right. I think so. It's probably some appearance. It's, yeah, it's probably some yeah. sort of weird appearance thing. Is it more like this guy? E closer, yes. Is it a 24? No, it's a 22 or 21. Mm. Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't search Even 24. Then that doesn't that's too also... bad. I mean, I know the headlights are a little goofy, but. Do you see anything here that looks uh, reminiscent of it? Yeah. Oh, they probably look different in person. Yeah. yeah. Like a Mach E looks so goofy in pictures, but in person they look like actually kind of appropriate. Yeah, no. I do like Mach E's. Like no. I the, no, the pictures look terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. In absolutely. Person, yeah. I actually don't hate it. I don't mm-hmm. like them whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. They How look like they look very person, fitting though. in person. I don't think I've ever seen one. That's why. Oh wait, no. Yes, I have. In person, I don't like them. In I person, oh, I like but them better. Then again, I'm very opposed to we saw them all at the auto show well yeah but yeah yeah. spring like ford had uh one it was a nice ruby red one me ruby wed i wouldn't i wouldn't know one but they look very Mm. nice they're interesting but yeah that's like a lot of design car design language doesn't translate good for pictures into reality yeah absolutely like even my truck like i'm thrilled the way it looks i take a picture i'm like eh yeah it just doesn't translate across Mm -hmm. very good i was the same with mavericks until i saw my grandpa's in person Mavericks just need to be lowered. They're so cool. Mavericks. Yeah, they just like lower them two ten thousand pounds. I mean, they <laughs> can buy that once. Right they can, oh, but yeah. I have seen people haul ten thousand on the Rangers. They're not happy. Don't they? <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're made for seventy five hundred. That's all you get. Yeah. There was a YouTube video that came up on my recommended a few weeks ago that I watched. It looked like the trailer was meant to be like a gooseneck, and someone was towing in a Ranger like yours. Yeah, I believe it. And like he had it like in manual gear. I think it was like in fifth, and like the fucking RPMs was at five, mm-hmm. like fifty five hundred RPM. He's just like, oh yeah, it's doing it. It's just like, brother, your truck's not happy. <laughs> nah, they're built for it. It's fine. Yeah, I run mine. Oh, I lock it out of. 10th and 9th just so it's not going up and down all the time yeah. so i just run it in eighth which is still an overdrive gear so it's fine i had to do that when i was driving yours in town when we were moving it needs a transmission tune yes yeah. well it turns out there's the uh evap pressure sensor on the back side of the motor if you replace that supposedly it fixes a lot of those problems really with the newer updated one it must be there must be something with the ones that are on there because people like it sometimes they'll throw a check engine light sometimes it won't yeah but they're like even if it doesn't replace that, it should fix it. Huh. That's very interesting. interesting. Because it's like yeah. it's like losing signals, so it's modulating back and forth and being weird. Oh, like that makes a lot of sense. And it's mad about it. So or they were like, just shitty, cheap, Chinese-ass well, switches yeah. in there. Well, because in 2019, they weren't uh, here yet. This was yeah. still like brand new stuff. Right. So like if you, it's like a $30 part. I see, it's like, bad. But it's like behind the engine. You have to like uh, break your little wrist to get in there. But yeah. My little wrists. But it's like supposedly that fixes a lot of that problems. Huh. That is like, I do that and just like tune it and it should be happy forever. 
Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I promise I want to tune it. I want to put on like 93 and make it fast. I mean, considering I don't drive to work anymore. (laughs) No, if I go tune, it's getting a proper like tune to balls to the wall. It's going to gain like 90 horsepower. Nice. What's the poor performance do? Like 50, 45 or 50. That's more of an unlock, isn't it, though? the Ford Performance is a 91 tune. Mm-hmm. With like oh, fact- it's only 91. Yeah, with factory state It has to be 50 cars. state. It has to be 50 uh, state carb legal or whatever. State, yeah. It does avoid your warranty, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where if I go with the one I'll do, it'll be 93 only, mm-hmm. and then it'll probably void my warranty. Oh, Technically, it will void it. But I would say, I thought yours is up anyway. Just I would, 85. We're in, the land, we're in the land of the corn, man. I have thought. There was one company that could make an E85 tune work for those. Mm-hmm. I never heard any, like everybody complains about direct injection E85. They okay. say it doesn't flow enough fuel. You yeah, will max out your Which pump. makes sense. I gotcha. But they made a tune that worked. People weren't having problems with it. Mm-hmm. But it, then they kind of like stopped advertising it. Yeah. So maybe people were kind of having, or either that, or they it didn't give the numbers they were expecting. Yeah, to. it was made numbers. It was. Uh, I think they were making like a hundred and five overstock with in your d- truck. My truck just switched to E85 damn, and a dude, two. Corn, corn fuel, I tell you, it's so fucking. Let me see. Fucking if I, let me just it. see if I can find the numbers. I I, do, I love the fucking smell of it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, corn fuel is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Eighty-five dollars nope. results from twenty twenty. I refuse. Let's see. ZFG Racing. That was the ones. That's mm-hmm. what the name was trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Somewhere here, they read it all out. I think. Can't read the numbers. Can't read the numbers. You got. <laughs> Just give me the numbers, please. I'm in the middle of this. I don't know. Just love form posts. Oh, yeah. Another thing that I'll be doing with the Cobra is uh, with a Holly, I'll be able to switch on the fly E85 to 93. 100%. Uh, It'll be making another 150 horse at least. If I remember correctly, you should be able to wire that directly to a physical switch. Yeah. Well, no, I'll I'll just have a sensor in in the the fuel line, essentially, and it'll just... It'll just do it itself. Yep. It'll cool. correct itself. So yeah. yeah, it you can. I mean, you could put a flex fuel sensor in the tank, and it would just know. Mm-hmm. And you can then you don't have to switch anything. Yeah, it'll run all the numbers by itself, and mm-hmm. it won't have to. You have to be like, well, I had a little bit of ninety three, so I'm probably like E fifty, and you're testing the pump all the time to see mm-hmm. is it better today, is it worse today? You know, it's yeah. Having a flex fuel sensor you is know, super nice. That mm-hmm. is one thing that just kind of blows my mind about a lot of ECUs nowadays. ECUs? You know, people, when they, normal people, when they think about an ECU, they're like, oh, yeah, it's just a computer and it's set to this. And I mean, it's like, well, kind of it is. Not kind of. really. You know, like when you start getting into some aftermarket stuff, it's like, hold on, let me try to crank it over for 10 minutes. And that ECU is trying to learn everything that there is. To know sensor-wise about that engine, and and then it's remapping it to make that engine run. And it's it's running hundreds of sensors to see what's different every time. Which, that just kind of blows my mind a little bit. Man, I swear I used to find this super easy information. Now it's all gone. Of course not. Hey, look, that truck looked like yours. This one? No, go up one. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's not mine. But, yeah. It looks like yours. It's very similar. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's got the black uh, bumper oh, instead of mine's chrome. Yeah. But yeah, it's essentially the oh. same thing. Wow. 85 to here we go. Give me the numbers, please, off of this. Why is it being a pain in the butt? Give me the test results. Excuse me. Nice. Thank you. Also, it's I don't almost, know. It's almost 9 o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, we yeah, don't like to try to look at... Look at numbers the rest of the time. It's, yeah. It makes like a hundred and some more horsepower. It's nutty. That's awesome. But it maxes out the direct injection fuel pump. 
So in theory, you should upgrade that too. And if you're doing that, then you just put an upgraded turbo on it, and then you can make like 450 wheel or something. Yeah. Damn. It's it, the two three makes amazing power. Yeah. As no, long I, as you support it. I specifically remember this had to have been five, six, seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was me and you. Maybe we were in the car and we were like, you know, man, once we hit that point where a four cylinder can make 400 to the wheel <laughs> where it's a hundred HP per cylinder. Yep. Like just th- fathoming that was just insane. And now it's like, and I'm yeah, like, it just, oh yeah, we they all do, do that. that. Let yeah. me, let me yeah. pull up my guy. Your dude. This is when people are like, Oh, does, I'll give it type a little bit less let's say where are we going it's hard to it's hard to not be dumb miles kerr he has the fastest integra on the planet this is like anytime someone's like what do four cylinders do Mm -hmm. because it's fast as shit i mean that thing on the track looks fucking sick those are the same car before and after well yeah this car is sick color it was the first front wheel drive to break 200 miles an hour in the standing half mile it runs 771 at 192. Like, Do you want to go ahead and play it? I, no, because it'll ruin the audio. I need to turn down the filtering and post. Mm-hmm. This thing makes tons of power. Every time someone's like, well, you know, four cylinders don't make good. Like, no, they do. They can they do, if yeah, they're they built can. properly. Granted, it's like billet blocks. This, oh, yeah. Sequential. This is a, well, <laughs> but yes. But it's the possibility of like. Yeah. But still, at, at the end of the day. That is a fucking four cylinder. It's like mm-hmm. a two liter, and it's making like twelve hundred horsepower, twelve fourteen hundred. Yeah. Some God, wait, wait, wait sc- scroll back up real quick. I will. What do you want to see? Is that the fucking air intake? Is yeah. That... Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's an the, intake. One. He had the turbo on the bench just the other day. Which... I mean, I get it, but damn. Oh, it, just the turbo is gigantic. Like, this thing this is, is a... why I love watch, watching Rob Don when he does his tuning videos, and he's like, yeah. yeah, I just did a burnout on the dyno. Here's the shredding. 1,100 wheel horsepower. On low boost. Right. This thing's literally, like, anytime someone's like, I don't know about them, like, this is what's possible. This is not likely, but it mm-hmm. is possible. If you got enough gumption, One of these you guys, can do this. I swear, it was just the other day he posted it. Maybe not. I don't know. Either way, but that's my go-to, like, like, oh, can cars make power? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, this is my this is my dude. It's cool That's to see. That's pretty neat. Good for that guy. Honestly. Fuck, yeah. But yeah, makes twelve hundred a low boost. Little Sick. little silly stuff. But yeah. Now what is what would he consider low boost? Like what numbers we I don't know, probably like twenty five to thirty. I think on full boost it's like ninety. Oh yeah, I say sixty. Jesus it's, fucking Christ. It will shoot fire, fire. It's a like hundred millimeter turbo. I'm sure. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I think it's eighty something. But yeah, well, on a two liter engine, it's nuts. Yes. Right. God damn. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think it's enough for today. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Cool. I still gotta measure some stuff. Measure this dick. Oh. And on that note, we got the micrometer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Small for penis. watching. Thanks Big for listening. Dreams. We'll see you next time.